Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 20, and my name is Henry. I'm Chloe. And so we have a little bit of a weird mix-up going on. So Brayden had some form of an accident. No, he texted Henry and said, I had an accident. He's, and so he'll uh, be here. No, because he literally just like spilled milk or something. Not oh, like a car accident. Yeah, not a car accident. what it sounded God. like. But he should be here. But we actually have a friend of ours, uh, which is Kira. Hello. Friend Kira. And, but then she's also going to be having to leave about halfway through. So it's going to be a bit of a strange show, but we'll c- keep you updated about all that. We were going to pretend that Kira was Brayden, but their voices are too different. Yes, just, just a little bit. <laughs> but uh, Kira, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, okay, so I work at the Chelsea Movie Theater. <laughs> uh, that's probably the most interesting thing. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, I mean, not the most interesting thing, but, um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really know what else to say. That's we were cool. the kids from It for Halloween. Yep. We and were the then, kids from it. then we were Mike and Eleven from Stranger Things for Halloween also. Yeah, I wore Napoleon Dynamite wig. It was, it was pretty good. Season pretty two. Good. Yeah, good. season yeah. two, season two. Yeah, Millie Bobby was shook. Um. Yeah, one of my... Is frenemy still a relevant term? Whatever. Frenemy? Yes, Frenemy from my soccer team. He's the one who mean, he just trolls me all the time. Chloe says frenemy, but they're besties. All right. <laughs> she loves his dad. Don't call me out. <laughs> he doesn't. Not as much as yours, Kira. It's fine. <laughs> anyway... Who's also on my soccer team. Right. Anyway, he texted me and he was like, why are you obsessed with dressing like a 10-year-old, like 10-year-old boys? I said, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know either. I, it's a toughie. I only, I did it for Kira. It's fine. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I was Harry Potter too. I guess he's also technically a 10-year-old boy. Well, yeah. Huh. For about half an hour of the movies, he's a 10-year-old boy. Sorry. All of the interesting Halloween costumes are... Yeah. Little kids. Reese Witherspoon would not be pleased to know that all the interesting Halloween costumes are 10-year-old boys. She wants some 10-year-old girls in the mix. Oh. Huh. Yeah, well, Gotta have that She's quality. my feminist icon. I was Millie Bobby, so that's fine. That's true. Yeah. Well, I was Billy Joe Armstrong. That's it was kinda, very funny. It was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. We went to a Stranger Things-themed Halloween party that was really empty, and it was pretty funny. And <laughs> Henry was... Everyone was just a Stranger Things people, but... We brought Henry along, and he was dressed as Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah. I, I fit right in. Yeah. Actually, I had a lot of eyes on me. Very first well. I mean, not, like, <laughs> unsurprisingly, because of the outfit, but, like, I could tell I had eyes, you know, on me. Right, right, right. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. It's, like, my favorite thing. <laughs> but it's, like, like when you have, like, three people just kind of, like, following me. It's weird. That's fair. Like, get, get your own space. I'm just surprised more people weren't watching that girl that was just awkwardly dancing in the corner. It was moving, right. Oh, like, she, was, she was pretty cool. <laughs> she was... I don't know what she was supposed to be, though. I don't know either. Her socks said nerd, so she might have just been really in character the whole time. She also kind of looked like... Velma? Velma? Yeah. So I was confused. I, <laughs> I think know. she just looks like Velma. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. There were some Disney princesses really getting down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. And then my sister's coworker showed up in no pants. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a, a twist. Interesting. Yeah. He seemed cold. I would have been cold. He's from Florida. He probably uh, oh, was that's cold. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. True. 
And then he was the... he was too drunk. He, he he wasn't drunk. He was gonna get drunk. Well, yeah. But then and then we he'd never seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show before, and we went to that a few like the night before, two nights before. On Saturday. And that was an experience. Mm-hmm. Like with the people dancing and stuff. Oh yeah. Kiri got assaulted. I. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. Uh, That's all there guy, is to say about the guy that. that. Played Rocky. Yeah. He, yeah. He assaulted me. So. That's weird. That was fun. <laughs> Not fun. And my best friend Connor, who happened to be there, he said he was looking for his jacket, but he was just hugging Connor. It was very weird. <laughs> Maybe it's underneath <laughs> you. I don't know. <laughs> but it definitely wasn't like it wasn't perks of being a wallflower. No. That much I can say. I wish it was like that. Hmm. I'm trying to think of anything else interesting we did, but I think that's well, about should, it. Should we uh, guess what Brayden did? Nothing. Like, <laughs> just, like, like kind of hour by hour? Well, yeah, I think Mary said that Brayden, she was having Brayden hand out candy, and that she was upset because she wasn't going to be there, and she was afraid that She went Brayden out without Brayden? No, she was... She had to work oh, last night, work this and she was afraid that Brayden wasn't actually. My guess was going. My <laughs> guess he was just gonna leave the bowl outside. Oh, see, my guess was that Brayden would have the candy. He'd be like ready to hand it out, and then he'd be like, "Oh, I just really don't want to do this." And then he'd turn all the lights off and just like keep the candy and watch a movie or something. I could he, see Brayden doing that. He'd be watching his video games, and he'd or he'd like, or he'd like, if he saw a kid approaching, he'd like open the window and just throw a piece of candy out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> just frying candy out the window so he wouldn't have to interact. He'd, I could see him like he could honestly be like the kind of grumpy guy, kind of like throwing his fist in the air. Yeah. You kids. He would choose which kids he could he would give candy to and which ones he wouldn't. Yeah. Based on that's more Halloween of a you thing to do. That's true. Anyway. So well, there we go. It's all fun yeah. game. Yeah, fun, fun time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mostly. Yeah. We were the only people. I went to my best friend. We went to my best friend Kaylee's Halloween party, and we were dressed like boys again. And every but we did not get the memo. It was like right. It was like Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls was like us. Yeah. At that party. Nice. Oh, yeah. It was very awkward. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and I got into a fight with these people about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. How so? They were just trying to piss me off. They were just saying how bad it was and how oh poorly God. written it was. Here. And, like, how it had no meaning or whatever. And I was like, why are you talking to me? Like, Something I that has even... no meaning. Like, that's, of all movies, that's what you say has no meaning. Like, I couldn't yeah. deal with it. I could not deal with it. Yeah. I was well, so mad. They were talking about how the, at the end the writers were getting, like, lazy or something. Yeah. And, and I was like, like you have no idea what you're talking oh about. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was horrible. Terrible experience. Yeah. Bunch of weenies, right? I know. I was like, shut up. <laughs> dressed up as Britney shut Spears up. and dressed up in a suit. He was just wearing a suit. I don't Their know. Their costume was... No, it was not. And you can't say that on here anyway. <laughs> but... Yeah. No, but she started... The the girl started talking about movies and I whispered to Chloe. I said, mm-mm. She said, not get you started. Other girls started talking to me about San Junipero. Like, literally, you know that from Black Mirror? No, I don't It won watch an Black Emmy. Mirror. Oh, this episode won an Emmy. And she literally just, like, she literally took my hand. Like, she was holding my hand. I don't go out much, okay? I don't I'm not know used that. to this environment. Uh-huh. And she just took my hand and started talking to me about San Junipero. And I, uh, it was very odd. That's weird. Yeah, I'm kind of like Ricky Bobby when it comes to, like, parties. I'm just like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Here. Oh, I'm good at I like parties. <laughs> yeah. I flourish. I mean, it's not like I don't enjoy them, but I just I don't know how to act. See, I don't enjoy them, but I flourish. What's a toss up? Nothing's perfect. I'm good at it. I just don't like it. 
Okay. Like science. It, okay. It, it makes a lot of sense if, you know, if you, like, Chloe, yeah, she With doesn't... Witnessing the majesty. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very good at being social, but if she doesn't have to, then she would rather not. We're just trying to avoid talking about this crap movie. Yep. Oh, that's true. Anything Fair to enough. postpone it. Fair As enough. Braden would say a dumpster, is it dumpster fire? A dumpster fire. fire. Dumpster fire. He loves to talk about, he loves using trash yeah. to talk about <laughs> movies Films. that he doesn't like. Wait, yeah. did he like this? Do you know? Have you talked uh, to him? I'm sure he hated it. I he, bet was, he... he wasn't looking forward to it, so. Who was? Nobody no. saw it. Nobody was, was in your theater. Nobody was in I mean, I was theater. hopeful for it. Me too. Yeah. I was, and I knew what I was getting into. I mean, I kind of knew it wasn't going to be that good, but... I was at least hoping well, that plus, I could be wrong. You know, I already don't like the Coen brothers very much, right? And then George Clooney is crap on a spatula. He's terrible. As a director, not an actor. Yeah, as a director. He's just terrible. And you knew he was just trying to color in the lines of the Coen brothers, and mm-hmm. he did a dare- bad job. Yeah. It, it happened even, every time. It, I, it didn't even feel like a Coen brothers I mean, it wasn't They're, a Coen brothers movie, but like... They co-wrote it. They're like, yeah. basically... Well, no, this, we'll, we'll get into it, but the, Clooney and his co-writer rewrote the script. Who would do that to a co brother? What kind script? of yeah. entitlement yeah. must you possess? Like, it's just... That's brutal. He owes... Well, not owes, <laughs> but he, he's been in a lot of Coen Brothers movies, so yeah. if it wasn't for them... I feel like it's like they're his uncles, and like he gets he gets beat up in school, and they're like... Buddy, we can help. Like, we'll hang mm-hmm. out with you. We can make a movie with you. Well, apparently, they have like a bookshelf of unproduced scripts that they've written, and so maybe this was one of them that they just said, "Hey, take it, do your thing." I feel like this was recently oh. done. Yeah, I'd be interested to read the original. I would too. Oh, we you have to read. You have to do your stuff. We already start talking about it. What stuff? Suburbicon. Oh. Well, it was written by blah blah blah, and directed by blah, blah, and stars really oh, cute okay. little kid. And two Julian Moore. Noah Jupe. <laughs> huh? That's his name. Oh. Noah Jupe. Oh, that, she I, I, said I, I, and a Jew. And a Jew. <laughs> I was like, usually Got they make they make weird Jew thought? jokes in that movie yeah, too. I was like, <laughs> back yes. up George Clooney. Well, I mean, because the thing is that the Coen brothers are Jewish. But is so, George Clooney? No, but that's the thing. Okay. I, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't really work because they sometimes do Jewish satire, but with Clooney doesn't work. Matt Damon doesn't even look Jewish. No. You're not allowed Jewish. to say that. I'm allowed well, to say it. Because well, he's he's <laughs> okay, a alien in the film. Yeah. Are those the oh, snake yeah. ones? No, that's Pentecostal. Sorry. Yeah. Like the Kings of Leon. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they have a good documentary. Back down south. Oh really? Makes me cry every time. Huh. Interesting. We went to the little premiere of it. Pretty cool. Nice. That's really cool. <laughs> it's really sad. Anyway. Do your thing. But, oh, but Brayden is like, along with saying, like, trash, I always love it when he's just like, ugh. Oh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> Hated it. That's what he says about people that come to the Chelsea sometimes <laughs> as well. Just Hopefully like, no one listens to this, but that's what he like, no face, His face, like, it. really, like, like cringe. He's like, ugh, oh, just terrible. He's a very, yeah. Yeah. I so, don't even know the word. It'll there be fun. Is. Oh, there's a ghost of school bus. <laughs> <laughs> Why the school, it's like, 10.30. There was a school bus. They I had, ain't lying. Maybe they had late delay because of yeah. Halloween. Yeah. That's not a thing. Apparently in Wilmington they don't have school the next day. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. Good That's not Whenever, a thing. No. From I went to school in Wilmington from kindergarten to sixth grade and every day after Halloween we wouldn't go, we would have a half day on Halloween and then we wouldn't go to school. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome, thing. man. 
It's a it's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that is out trick or treating. Huh. It's a big deal. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. You want to talk Suburbicon? Yeah, do your thing. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our review of Suburbicon, and we've got a clip. Let's take a listen. Welcome to Suburbicon, a town of great wonder and excitement. Hey there. Built with the promise of prosperity for all. Nikki, you need to get up. There are men in the house. Son, there's something I have to tell you. Those men killed your mom. We've decided it'd be best if your Auntie Margaret came and stayed with us. Nikki needs a mother. We'll be strong. We'll be fine. Mr. Lodge? Yes. You know a character named Rizzoli? He's a loan shark. If you were into the mob for money, that might explain what happened to your wife. Hi, pal. <gasps> this is the last time that clown's gonna ignore us. Take care of a kid. All right, so what are we doing? Oh, uh, Suburbicon. <laughs> it's directed by George Clooney and stars Matt Damon, Julianne Moore, Oscar Isaac, Steve Monroe, Gavin Wilde. You're having fun with this, aren't you? Any others? Did no. you say the kid? I think that's Gavin Wilde. No, a Jew. Cowboy kid? Is he Cowboy Kid? Cowboy Kid? <laughs> Who's Cowboy, Who's Cowboy kid? kid? His name's Nicholas. He's, a, he's on one of the first uh, ones. I, I, oh, he's I, the one riding the horse? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> we loved that. It was yeah. really funny. No one came up for Noah Jupe. Oh. He might be fictional. But uh, the very short and sweet plot synopsis is A home invasion rattles a quiet family town. That's that is it. Him. He's Noah Jupe. Noah Jupe's the star of the movie. Sorry to interrupt, Henry. That's fine. Yeah, so all cute. the cute kids are named Noah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> this one was also co-written by the Coen brothers, and unfortunately, as we just had just said, uh, rewritten or reworked <laughs> by Clooney and Grant Jeff. Heslov. Oh, and I thought someone named Jeff. Nope. Um, <laughs> Grant, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... Uh, I guess our guest, Kira, you want to start us off here? Uh, talking? Just talking about it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> whatever you, whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever we, uh, well, first, this, uh, I can't talk about that. That's a trailer that came before the movie. Yeah, you can. The most interesting thing about the, about it was a new Alexander Payne movie that Matt Damon's in. Yeah. The shrinky one. This, We've discussed yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one. Shrinky dinks. I, I think it. Alexander Payne has always made great all the movies that he's made. I've liked. Oh yeah. Uh, true. So yeah. So that was the bet. That was my favorite part of Matt Damon was the trailer for a different movie he's in. Mm -hmm. uh, in the movie, he like in parts of it, he looked. Don't. Like that doesn't he, matter. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know how to talk about it. I mean, it wasn't that good. I mean, Kira focused on Matt Damon's apparent fluctuation in weight is what mm -hmm. she was referring to. Because in to. some, it looks like he's like 300 pounds and others it looks like he's like very, very skinny. So it's very confusing and oh. it just, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> the kid is great. We loved the kid. He, uh, he was a legitimate 
act. Like, he was really good at it. He was good, yeah. He was, yeah. Good like, kid. And I'm not just saying it because he's a child. Like, beyond that, he was the best performance in the movie. Yeah. He was so good. He, he for real cried. He did for real cry. Yeah, that's hard to do. Oh, my God. It's really hard to do. Oh. This kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Julianne Moore, though. I was shook when I when I yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't on. know that there was going to be I don't think two of them. Did. She didn't have much to do. She didn't. No, no one else. No one really did. No, no one had anything like, to do in that two love, hour ten minute movie. Yeah. It's only an hour forty five. IMDb says I swear to God. Chloe fell keeps, asleep. She doesn't know. <laughs> don't listen to her. It kept saying I swear on IMDb. It also said it Blade Runner was three hours. Yeah, it did. and it clearly was not IMDb three hours. I can't mm. knock IMDb because they might come for us, but they'll shut it down. I know. But uh, oh, and although I do love Matt Damon, he was just like so bland. He was so there, bland. He, which yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's his fault, but it's just nobody had anything to work with. It was yeah. just crap. Yeah. I think that they just wanted to slap Matt Damon's name on it, so they said he's the star. Which yeah, the movie is about like I guess what he did, but he I don't think that he's the star. I mean, it's just a mess, pretty much. It's a yeah. mess mm-hmm. of a movie. It's just I like, get it. They just like and dove in in the beginning. Like mm-hmm. they well, just like, I like started that. out. See, I I like but that. But see, I felt I like the the scene where his family is assaulted that felt so like unnecessarily dark. It was also like yeah, what is, the whole movie is unnecessarily yeah. dark. Yeah, but and yeah. the thing is with the Coen Brothers, they have that dark comedy where they they can, work like, it. Yeah, they can inject comedy into anything somehow. But I mean, Clooney does not have the rhythm. He to has do no it. finesse. He has nothing. It's no just offense. very kind of blunt. He's not. He's got to stop directing. Go back to acting. He has. Yeah. He's a. I haven't liked a single thing he's directed. Everything is I'm so a, stylized, but with no nothing underneath. I mean, I thought the Ides of March was okay. With that movie Ryan, was. With I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Terrible. With the guys? I thought that was okay. Terrible. I mean, Gosling's the best. So. Yeah. She but hasn't seen it. That's Monty what that Men's means. Men was not very good. Like, oh, men who stare at goats, leatherheads, terrible. Yeah. All terrible. They're yeah. all just fake versions of other people's movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... Yeah. I wonder if Lamal his... liked it. Probably not. She probably said she did. She probably didn't. Mm-hmm. That's his wife. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, mean, I think his films, like, I don't know why, but they're just always so tone deaf. Like, yeah, they exactly. don't have no idea what they want to be, especially in this. Like, it's so dark that it tries to be funny. Like, with that crass uncle character. Oh, he was so yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah, but, but he... the scenes with him yeah. balance or compared to everything else, it just doesn't work. And it's nothing, it was unnecessary. It just comes off as mean spirited. Yeah, exactly. They make fun of the only oh. nice person in the world. Oh, here's Brayden. Exciting. Don't know what to do about this now. Hey, Brayden. <laughs> He's almost here, everybody. He just got off 40. Just half yeah. an hour more. <laughs> okay, so what you're going to do... I think he's going to cut it out. Is, uh, so, like, you Except know how on the way to my I house said, you would... He's a Jew, and he didn't cut it out. Uh, take Church Street, Street, like, you go past, like, the Weaver Street and kind of go into the historic... All right, so you're going to take... If Cooper's listening, hello. Hi, Cooper. Correct, yeah, hey, but for the first time you're going to take a right, you're going to go up, like, one more block, <laughs> and then you're going to take a right <laughs> on good. King Street, okay? And then you're going to come up, like, you're just going to go about a block, and there's going to be, like, a four-way intersection with a, um, and then you're going to take the far, far left turn, 
And that's gonna be North Cameron. The Bernie Sanders turn, as I like to call it. And. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Braden's here. The wonders of editing techniques. And so, Braden, you uh, had an accident with packing peanuts? Packing peanuts, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My parents have been cleaning out the garage, and I stayed over there last night since they're out of town, taking care of a few things, and. Uh, I knocked over a giant trash can full of packing peanuts as I was sleeping today. So, I don't know if you've ever tried cleaning packing peanuts before, but needless to say, it's not easy. Yeah. So, um, hurting cats comes to mind. They just sort of... I've done that. Have you? We have three it's, cats. It's very similar to that because you're trying to pick them up and they just, you know, the slightest breeze and they go blowing everywhere. I also teach preschool. Like, I feel, yeah. Packing peanuts and... Four-year-olds are basically the same thing. Well, yeah. It's harder to feed sleeping pills to packing peanuts than it is four-year-olds. <laughs> I've never tried either one. You should, you should try it. Easier to corral than little four-year-olds that way, I would think. I don't know. Anyhow. Brent, how's your Halloween? Uneventful. We made mm. guesses as to what you did. Yeah. Really? Hey, Brent, you want to see, uh, see me? Sure. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Some, to... One of, your, one of your co-workers showed me a shot of somebody who had been dressed up as uh, Sexy Steve Harvey. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> nice hair. Yeah, thank you. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. He had to buy eyeliner mm -hmm. and nail and, polish. And I, I got the makeup. Yeah, got Do you have nail polish that. remover? Somewhere. But, but nail polish on guys is like in right now, so. That's true. Is you're, it? you're okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm missing, I'm missing that. Brain, you want to go uh, black nail polish with me? I don't know. I was going to get some French tips later. <laughs> <laughs> you can alternate yeah. the two sides of Brayden. Yeah. All right, well, I guess we can jump back into our review of Suburbicon. Uh, he loved it. Look at his face. Yeah, Brayden, wasn't <laughs> it a great, just a great film? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that says it all. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That uh, I means he loved it. Yeah. <laughs> He's speechless. I mean, I'm it's speechless. I, it takes my it takes words away. It takes your breath away. away. <laughs> I mean, one issue, I guess, that a lot of people are saying is that. Well, I'm fine with the film having tackling a, a bunch oh, of I'm, tackling oh, a bunch of ideas. I'm fine so with that. Like, especially you know if they're really important relevant relevant ideas that's fine but he doesn't Cloney does not know how to handle and mesh all of the ideas that he tries to put in like that's there's what the, I was saying to Kira during the movie I said yeah he doesn't know anything like about there's any of the <laughs> there's like racial and social or uh class classes clashing and then there's a lot of racial a, stuff a murder yeah. you know mystery and then there's uh it felt disjointed. Yeah, really disjointed. I was, it was kind of, you know, you've got this insurance fraud, murder mystery, somewhat incestuous relationship <laughs> thing. And it's kind of, you're kind of going, uh? And then That's it's, what I was like. And then it's like every 10 to 15 minutes, it's sort of like the racial injustice break. And you yeah. have a little pause and you see, you see the, the African-American neighbors and the big mob out front with their Confederate flags. Oh yeah. Are you aware things. that Braden spoils every movie? <laughs> well, good thing I've seen it. No yeah. one's gonna see this anyway. It's yeah, fine. it's not. It's not doing well. It's not doing well at all. But it's it's sort of you know, 
you're yeah. going along and you're you're doing your thing. There's Julianne Moore and there's Matt Damon and, and then Julianne kid. Moore again. And then Julianne Moore again. And then and then the family next door, the Myers, and you know white mobs out front throwing Molotov cocktails at them. Damn. And then it's back to the insurance fraud. And so it just I feels mean, like, well, from what I understand, George Clooney took a script about home invasion that the Clooney's or that the Coen brothers had wrote. Mm -hmm. That's what we were ta just talking about. Like he he did rewrites on it. Yeah, and then he just sort of like threw in some crap that he wanted to do, and it's topical, it's timely, it's interesting, it's not dealt with in a very proficient way. I mean, I think yeah. he's trying to do, he's trying to show the inaccuracy of people's, I don't know how to phrase it, like people focus on what they want to focus on when nothing's going on as opposed to what's actually, like what right. what some people can get away with and when mm -hmm. other people like literally can't get away with just like breathing. Yeah. Which I get, but it was also stupid because you can't mix it, I mean it made no sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean the, the racial stuff at the beginning felt so heavy handed, like mm -hmm. the, all the guys waiting outside like literally all day, just watching this uh, African American family's house. Yeah. Just like, well, had which I'm not saying that doesn't wouldn't ever happen, but like, it just felt so, just thrown in kind of blunt commentary. But it had enough, like if it wasn't in there, it wouldn't have made a difference to the movie. No, mm -hmm. I think no, I think the theme of the movie is that people see what they want to see. So I think it was relevant. I just don't think it was well put together. But the point is because Matt you Damon is a different way. I, get, I mean, they live next door to each other, and one house, literally, like, there's bloodshed or whatever constantly, right? Mm -hmm. In, you know, whatever forms. And then next door, nothing's going on, but people are all focusing on the house they want to focus on. So, like, in that way, I get it. Like, if you're just, if you hear that, you understand what's going on. But it was not put together well, like, in any way at all. Mm -hmm. Like, well, he was trying to jam puzzle pieces together that just didn't fit. It could be, in some ways, a parallel to the current administration. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of slow, it's media sleight of hand. Oh, there's actually some bad stuff going on. I mean... Yeah, they uh, had lots of journalists doing the same well, thing. Well, I mean, we, you just you think about it, just this past Monday there was an indictment put out for Paul Manafort, yeah. mm -hmm. who had managed his campaign for some time. And, uh, well, now we've had this horrible terrorist attack in New York City, mm -hmm. um, and that obviously is, is going to require a lot of attention. But and then I don't I don't think that has anything to do with the administration. But I mean, you know that came out now all of a sudden throwing all these allegations at Hillary Clinton and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's just bizarre. sort of you know, uh, it's it's like media sleight of hand. Yeah. And it seems almost in a way. That well, like did you that's see that what's going on here is yeah. You've got all these murders and this mystery, this abuse of the child and all these weird things going on yeah. in this house. And everybody's looking at the black family just because, oh my God, it's a black family in our neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what kind of what I saw sort of saw as the message is that everything is not as it seems. Yeah. Um, you have everybody's sort of I part of what I got, and I don't know whether this is actually what he was shooting for or not, but I mean he had all these shots of sort of. Very kitschy 1950s America, right? Mm -hmm. Too and many. Yeah, <laughs> like right? the beginning was like a little book. I said, "Oh God, here yeah. we go." <laughs> and it all looks, it all looks so pretty and perfect. It's you know, picture perfect. It's sort of Norman Rockwellish, and um, then you've got this simmering civil rights, uh, racial injustice, racial inequality issue, and then on top of that, also, then you've got this weird uh, murder love triangle 
thing with twin sisters and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it comes out anyways in the film, plus who's going to watch it? It's not like an M. Night Shyamalan. I'm not sitting here saying he's he's dead people. Yeah. Right? Right. Wait, what? There's no no twisty ending here. It's not an M. Night Shyamalan film. Yeah. So. No, I thought of it as Edward Scissorhands meets Get Out, but then awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, terrible, yeah. Like, really bad, yes. <laughs> I mean, like, the f- one big issue in the first half is it, it's so dull. It's it was so dull. dull. Literally, I looked at my watch, and I was like, it has not even been an hour. I just yeah. turned to kid. We were the only people in the theater, and it was not good. We were just talking full volume, which is kind of luxurious. You know, you got to do it once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I was the, like, Ugh. The pacing was, like, a complete... Disaster. Yeah, I Disaster. mean, I, I kept, I, I was watching it, and I seriously, fortunately there were only three people in there, and I was the furthest one back, so I could pull my cell phone out, and I wasn't Any listening to, well, I wasn't listening <laughs> to podcasts, I wasn't on the internet, but I just, like, it was like every few minutes, what time is it? Oh my god, I've got 45 minutes left. Yeah. What time is it? I went to the bathroom like five been, times. Just for really fun? Just for the fun of it. Just to get the hell up and move around a bit. And then I could... Because I, I was at Silver Spot, and I could just look at all the posters that they have there. And so yeah. I was kind of like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh I want to see that. I should have, yeah, I should have gone to the bathroom at, uh, <laughs> because I was at South Point. I should have gone to the bathroom there just to look at the big standee they have for The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. You know, and... <laughs> Get a selfie with it. Yeah. <laughs> Stab with a lightsaber. Yeah. And, uh, the one you always carry around. The one yeah. I carry around. Yeah. Because I'm like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But it uh, the Justice League poster is actually quite quite clever too. <laughs> the, one the film's gonna be awful. But yeah, the, wait, the one hey, with hey, the, hey, wait, you might love it. Wait, the one with all like the it's like a head, all the heads like yeah, kind of and slick. it's got all their little icons. Yeah, what worked into the poster? You know the one with like their like it's three on each. No, don't bother. It's fine. Okay. I mean, <laughs> see, that's that's a saddening thing. Is I thought I I was hoping at least. Uh, the film, I was not expecting it to be good, and it was not, so lived up to my expectations. Even the name least. is I overdone. I, I, right? I, I, it's empty and well, overdone. Well, it's I, terrible. I actually kind of like the name. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Brain and I are always on the same page about this kind of stuff. Usually. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't keen on the name. It's a little too, it's a little too on the head. Too much. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Right. Get um, it? Suburbicon? Cut it to fake? Yeah. Oh, I stupid. Got, oh, I got it. It's stupid. <laughs> Um, we don't like obvious stuff in this corner. I know. <laughs> subtlety. Subtlety yeah. is good. Braden demands subtlety. <laughs> but, um... Well, I mean, one thing I do want to mention is I could tell the... Jeez, Henry. That's not my fault. Oh, jeez, Kira. You're Sorry. a guest. <laughs> one thing is, like, I could tell little scenes or little moments that the Coen brothers had written. Right, like you the know? Oscar Isaac bits? Yeah, and then there was yeah, also the... So they make these jokes about uh, Matt Damon being Episcopalian, mm-hmm. and then they also have some Jewish satire, which the right. Coen brothers are Jewish. But like, there was one scene where he's talking to a police officer before they see the lineup, where they kind of have this, oh no, I'm Episcopalian. Oh, you don't look like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you I can tell. Lodge was a Jewish name. Yeah. yeah. It's like stuff like that, you can tell that's Coen brothers. But it also like, just right. doesn't work anyway. It, I yeah, don't but then know. when Cloney tries to do it, it just falls completely flat. And so the Coen brothers, they should only let themselves direct. Right. They should they write, write and direct their own. Because every, well, time, every time they write something for someone else, it doesn't go well. Well, Bridge of Spies. 
Oh, the, oh yeah, true. Was actually quite good. That's and true. that was Spielberg directing the script that they wrote. Yeah. And that actually worked really well. Well, this Steven Spielberg, even coming from me. Oh, they just re- released the first photos of his new film coming out in December. Which oh, one? Spielberg's? Yeah. The, uh, the Post? Ready Player One? No, The no. Post. It's about the Pentagon Papers. Huh. That sounds boring. It has Tom Hanks and I think Meryl Streep. David S. Pumpkins. What? <laughs> David S. No Pumpkins. Yeah, everybody knows David S. Pumpkins. I swear to God, my best friends and I we sat and we watched the special David S. Pumpkins Halloween special. I so have good. Never heard of this. Are I you joking? Charlie, me? I know Charlie Brown. And we were gonna say <laughs> it's Tom Hanks. It was an SNL sketch and everybody loved it. And it's actually called like oh, Elevator oh, of Fright or something. But where he's in the orange and black. David S. Pumpkins. I I know what you're talking about now. And they made a, a little cartoon special of it because we liked it because everyone liked it so much. Mm. It's so funny. It's so stupid. And then <laughs> and we were just gonna watch it once, you know, whatever, and then watch something else. And then we're like, no, we should go out. And we saw. Three different people in the suit, the David huh. S. Pumpkin suit. So huh. it's not just us. Kira's giving me the most, uh, breaking my heart. The look she's I giving just hate me. Tom Hanks. I what? Don't, I don't like who, him either. Who just likes Tom Hanks? I, I'm not a big Tom. I love Tom Hanks. I won't Hanks. say I Tell hate Tom Hanks. Well, Saving Private Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan. Captain, Forrest Gump. Captain Phillips. Yeah. Captain Phillips is the one. Captain Phillips is the one you go to. That's interesting. I mean, Toy Story. Because right. well, I, he only did. Voice okay, he was he wasn't in it. He didn't actually. He, he didn't he, act. He was the lead actor. voice. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's a voice. voice. You're insulting voice actors everywhere. <laughs> um, no, I mean those are really the only two films I can think of with Tom Hanks that I actually like. He's Stay a very nice Ryan. man, though. If you ask half of America what their can. favorite movie. Oh, Catch Me If You okay. Can. That's okay. actually. If you ask can, half of America what their favorite movie is, Tom Hanks will probably be in it. They'll say Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is just. That's why you don't like it. What a hipster. Oh my god. I hate, no, I, I hate Forrest Gump. I think yeah. it's awful. No, I don't like it either, but horrible. I don't mind it. It's like a bad version of Big Fish. <laughs> it is. Well, the, I like the Odyssey type movie. I see it. I do too, but it's just Well, also it wasn't why a have that when you can have Big Fish, you know. Kyoshi trying to make me feel trying to get back on my good side. <laughs> it's like my favorite movie. I see. <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> what about Castaway? Who doesn't oh, like Castaway? No. I don't. What? I don't no, like it either. Henry's <laughs> no just by himself right now. No David S. Pumpkins. The Terminal. You, I love oh, the Terminal. No. I love God. it. Oh, I love the Terminal. <laughs> Henry, your Careful. thing is freaking out. <laughs> the Terminal's not good. It's like I an even worse terminal. version of Lost in Translation. The Burbs. Love the Burbs. Okay, no. okay. Yes. Not gonna lie. I love that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've seen You're not even okay, going back to like Big and Splash and stuff. You know what? The comedy movies that he's been in are good, but the where the ones where he really actually has to act, not so good. Man. Yeah. I like well, that time he was in those people's wedding pictures. I like Colin I think better. I think if he's got a good script and it's a good <laughs> role, he does well. But the problem is, a lot of the films he does, it's, there's something not right. The script is bad, the, the movie the is bad, the direction is bad, something's it not It comes quite, down to taste. But... But Captain Phillips, I thought, was spectacular. Oh, yeah. And Saving Private Ryan, I actually quite liked him in that. Um, that guy from Captain Phillips was in Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, yeah the pirate. Yeah, yeah Barcaldo Abdi. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was in Good Times as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. Good time. Good time, whatever. Plural, <laughs> I don't think Sandra. he was in Good Times. He <laughs> might have cares? been a baby, a little baby extra. <laughs> Who cares? I'm, I'm, I'm crossing genres. Uh, crossing. Comedies from this, what was that? 70s. 60s, 70s? Late okay. 60s. 
whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyhow. I used to watch a lot of good times. And like, oh, yeah? And like really? the Jeffersons and Sanford and Son. Is that the one with Buffalo Butt? Was that the, that was the father on Good Times? Please say yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, the father was the serious one. Is that his real name? Does no, no, no. He is had that a the nickname. one with Buffalo Butt or not, Chloe? <laughs> he had a nickname. There was a... I don't think that was Good Times. The dad was the only serious one. Well, there was a character in one of the sitcoms from the 70s, and his nickname was Buffalo Butt. <laughs> That's my nickname too. How funny! Um, oh, me too. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I, the, what I got from Suburbicon is he was trying to. He was shooting for one thing. The Coens were shooting for something else. He was trying to do this whole. Uh, everything is not right. You have to look beneath the facade and yeah. see all the, the the dirty, nasty stuff. That's no, you there. have to look in yourself. But. <laughs> Decide if you're a racist Lame. or not. Lame. <laughs> but it just seemed to, it just seemed like Clooney once he got a hold of the script and he threw all that stuff in and it just didn't work well because he was trying to make so a very serious social commentary and the Coen brothers had just done a very strange dark comedy. Yeah. In the vein of them. Of burn after reading. Literally everything they've done. Or uh, raising Arizona. <laughs> or any, any of that stuff, right? I didn't see any Raising Arizona's this Halloween. I was really sad. Yeah. No. There's usually one or two. Huh. Granted, we didn't really... We went to, like, one place, really. Well, I'll be sure to go as the baby. I went to other places. Thanks. Halloween's the weekend. I'll go as the baby yeah. next year, then. Thank you. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll be the baby. Thank you, Brayden. Yeah. <laughs> um... I'll work on my costume. Henry I'll, can do when, I, when I leave here, I'll go get a big cage. bag of diapers. <laughs> and then tie them all together. <laughs> and then my costume will be ready for next year. You just get adult diapers. I'll get some depends. I'm not too far <laughs> off. When you yeah. gotta do the, the car, like, oh, you know, when, the, when he, like, picks up as he's what? driving, you know, you gotta uh, be able to pull that off. Okay. Yeah. What? Never mind. Reinforced diapers? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Kira and I have an inside joke about depends, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what adult babies. <laughs> what? I still don't know. Okay, never mind. Sorry. This oh. guy I had a crush on in high school dressed up as a big baby like three years in a row. That's weird. Oh, we saw that one is... yesterday. Or in a tutu. A big baby? That man remember with the, the big guy... belly? Yeah, I remember he was in a pink tu- uh, tutu. <laughs> and he was a, he was had a baby. He was a ballerina. He had a really big belly, but like really, really skinny legs. And it was freaky. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an odd sight. Yeah, it was very Odd sighting. But you do you, sir. Yeah. yeah. He was oh. enjoying himself. Me and Cl- oh. oh, no, go ahead. Me and Chloe thought that a really good part of the movie would be that if Oscar Isaac adopted the kid. Yeah, yeah that'd be cute. Yeah, that'd yeah. be so cute. He, was, he actually brought some life to the movie. He, he did. Yeah. His so scenes good. were the best. Well, and I was Oscar like, what the Isaac heck? Oscar Isaac is just great. Like, everything I've seen. I don't like him. I like him a lot. He like creeps me out. I think I just don't, again, I think I just don't like the roles he takes usually. He was amazing in Drive, though, so. He was oh, good yeah. in Drive. Good. He was also, I mean, he was, if you think back, he really is good in what he does. I just don't like what he does. Uh, he was good in Ex Machina, right? He was, oh, yeah. he was like the most pompous person of all time. And then he was in what's that crap movie with Jessica Chastain? Most Violent Year? Oh, Most Violent Year. That movie sucked. I wasn't... I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I wanted to like it. I picked it for my movie night with all my... Eesh. What a waste. Bad mistake. It's like when you... It's like when it's your turn in a board game and nothing happens. You're like, for goodness sake, I have to wait another half an hour. That's what it is if your movie night goes you're like, south. like, what the heck? 
That's 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 Chloe. What the what, heck? What the heck? What the heck? Why are we doing my Brayden has good catchphrases. I just say the same. Dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I do want to mention about the movie. Probably has one of the worst scores of all time. Oh, I yes. hated this yeah. score. Probably that I've yeah. ever heard in my life. It was terrible. It was constant, and it was like every single scene there was, God, there was it a was different awful. theme. It was, it, was, it, was, it was so Hollywood kitschy, and I mean, maybe that's what they were going for, but it was just sort of like... No, this movie was not self-aware. Trills and just... Yeah. And it was just... It was oh terrible. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, was, and after was, so many good scores, right... Yeah. Dunkirk score is amazing. Blade Runner, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no, Brayden, go ahead, go ahead. So good, so good. Not a dumpster fire. Anyway. Uh, a regular dumpster, it's fine. But uh, so many films with just excellent, excellent film scores out there. Um, I mean, not a film, but Mindhunter that we just watched. Mm-hmm. Good time, also. To that was amazing. Good time, one of the tricks point ever was the score he wrote was just spectacular. Mm. And then you see Suburbicon, it's just... Oh, and Logan as well, actually. Oh, yeah. Good score for Logan. Yeah. Saw, oh, oh, at my this God. one point, we went to this, like, fundraiser party. It was Stranger... Everything Stranger Things themes this year. We went to this mm. We went to this other party, and there was a dad as Wolverine, and his daughter as the little girl, and it was the single cutest thing I've ever seen in my yeah. life. They're so cute, yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. That sounds yeah. cool. That's so cute. Just had to be mentioned. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun, but it was clearly for people that, like were drinking like because, everything else yeah because you had tickets but the only thing that we could spend our tickets was on a tarot card reader who really reader. brought me down yeah mm. she was like everything has to be a battle with you doesn't it and i said okay tarot card reader take it back a step <laughs> i mean she knows you okay yeah yeah but so we just gave our tickets to this guy who shaved his head to be 11 oh my nice. god he was so good yeah <laughs> yeah he was so good I forgot what he, what our conversation was, but it was great. I just get, oh yeah. He, he said, asked if your arm was actually broken because yeah. Kira was Eddie from it. Tied the cast, yeah. And then I handed him his tickets and he said, I'm going to get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> and then he said, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Moderation, come on. Oh, there was a, uh, a girl who we were sitting next to at that motorco place who was like, oh, and... Because they had this dog mm-hmm. with them, and he started to, like, jump up on me. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's really a Green Day fan. That's <laughs> like, pretty good. You rock, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pretty dog. Good. Yeah. What was the dog? The dog's name was, I think, Jeeper. Like Creeper? Shout out yeah. to Jeeper. Jeeper's Creepers, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> he's listening right now. Oh, I also went to a Harry Potter party that was perfect, obviously. Because, mm. you know, I'm a fan. I was yeah. in oh, my really? I was in my natural habitat, uh-huh. and this guy dressed as Newt Scamander came and gave us like a personal tour, and we don't know why, and it was amazing. <laughs> like he didn't do that with anybody else. Huh. I loved it. It was four floors of just Harry Potter stuff in the natural his the natural science museum in Raleigh. Wow, it's the That's coolest too much, thing ever. Too much Potter. Not for me, buddy. I know. Loved it. Hmm. Chloe could be in Harry Potter, and it still wouldn't be enough. That's true. You're right. That's that's true. <laughs> well, uh, any other thoughts on Suburbicon? <laughs> no, it was it was just it was bad on just so many levels. Yeah, I Basically mean, I wanted level. to, I wanted to like it. Oh, I will say this: uh, <laughs> the acting I thought was actually yeah, the acting really was. Good. Oh, I mean, the acting yeah. was fine. 
Julianne Moore, I can't trust her anymore. Do you ever come to that with an actor and you're like, this really is hurting my feelings? Like, she's obviously just like, I want to do interesting characters. Now I'm going to be, I'm going to do whatever I want because I'm Julianne Moore. And she doesn't care if the movies suck or not. Mm-hmm. Well, kudos to her for doing that at least. No. Yeah. No. Take risks. At this point in her career, I think she she's leading people she's astray. She's got the Oscar. She can she can do she can do what she wants. She's leading people astray. That's how I I'm really sad to say this out loud, but that's how I feel about uh, Fassie recently too. He, Fassie's having a bit of a rough he's year. He's going really he's, downhill. Well, yeah. I mean, Snowman, Assassin's Creed, and then uh, no, there's and there's another. No, one. there was another terrible one earlier this year that I hated. Really? I can't remember. What, I blocked it out because I. Song? Oh, yeah. Song to Song well, was bad. I did like song, I did like song to Song. You song, would like Song to Song. Really? I did like. I'm, oh, a, I'm, surprised, Brayden. I, I'm a big yeah. Malik fan, so I'm. Well, it I has Gosling, Rooney Mara, basically my entire. See, they were the like, only good part of the movie. I just the how she. Hey, hey, hey! hey. How did nobody say Natalie Portman? Oh yeah. Oh, and Portman. She's Portman. The Portman. What was the other bad one? Oh, and that Trespass Against Us. That was not good. Hey, hey, Donald Gleason's dad. You gotta love it. Brendan Gleeson. Brendan. He has a name. His name is Donald Gleeson's dad. (laughs) Oh, Light Between Between Oceans was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I I didn't mind it. My dad took me to see it for my birthday. Light Between Oceans, the Alicia Vikander and Fassbender. Did you guys walk out? I didn't mind it. Okay, so for some reason my dad took me to see it for my birthday. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. The cinematography is great. Let Kira talk. You're making me mad. Uh, he took me to see it for my birthday. He thought I would like it, and I started to fall asleep, and I was snoring in the theater. So he was like, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, we walked out. I'm glad we uh, let I, you tell that story. I enjoyed it. <laughs> hmm. Well, should we move on? Any other uh, Suburbicon thoughts? No. I like Sorry, the acting. No separate. I, I mean, honestly, I liked all the actors. I thought they were all they all did a great job. It's just the script was... And the direction is not and good. And the direction and the music... <laughs> But the little, little kid, you can't say enough. He's going to be a, a... Oh, yeah, he was the so cute. Th- yeah, the oh, it, it, he's the, the visuals were Dylan kind Hall. of nice. Oh, the visuals worked. were okay. No, the they were nothing new. No. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is The cinematography was okay, but it wasn't outstanding. He just takes a little... He has none of his... This is a really mean analogy, I guess. But, like, it's like, you know, Christoph Waltz and Big Eyes? Like, he wants to be an artist, so I'm just trying to make it movie-oriented. That's fine. He just wants to be an artist really badly, but he has nothing, so he just takes from other people. Well, I mean, that is what George Clooney does. He has no but, talent as a director. For me, visually, I, I, it, it wasn't anything novel, but, I mean, it was, it looked all right. I it wanted to be novel. That's what made it worse. It was hmm. not good. It was not yeah. good. Like, I'm just thinking of, I'm just thinking of, I'm comparing it to, um, Blue Velvet, even, like, same, or even Edward Scissorhands, like, you think of little suburb, what they can do with it, and his just, it was just stupid, it was just bland. Mm. The houses weren't even cool colors. True. You gotta get the houses (laughs) You gotta give me a cool color. And they could have spent time in the town. Which then didn't exist with the CGI, which was a bunch of houses. It was taking an hour to get to the hair salon, but anyway. <laughs> oh, wait, how have we not talked about this? I can Did never play anyone... ping pong again. Oh. Did anyone else <laughs> notice that you could see Julianne Moore's real hair? This was all Kira was saying the, the whole, whole time. time. You really? could just see her real hair through the blonde wig. I wasn't Don't you have enough? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't notice that either. Like, how do you not have enough money to make her wig look real? It just didn't look real. Like, you could literally see her hair. Like, there were parts, like, whenever she was getting her hair done in the curlers, you could literally see her brown hair coming out. 
Well, so maybe like, that was part of the whole fake thing. I don't think George thought it through that America much. was so fake. Yeah, and so her hair was fake. She had it just at fake hair. That was, he's that was another thing. This sounds weird, but I feel like if they made it modern day, it would have been better. Not changing the style, but like it said, like you go to this place to live that life again. I think yeah. that would have made it cooler. See, that would have taken think, it up like a whole other level. When yeah. I was watching this, I thought part of it would be would be like that. And I think it would be more interesting For sure. with the family moving into the neighborhood. Yeah, is if because, it was not exactly. Yeah. Well, because technically, you know, oh, we don't have, we're a post-racial society, yeah, yeah. and we don't have, but if you were to treat that, again, the key word being here, subtlety. <laughs> 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 but if you were to treat that in a more subtle fashion, you yeah. know, they move in, and, and everybody just acts, oh, what was the film that just came out recently? Get Out. Get Out. Best movie ever made. Yeah. Brilliant, right? Yeah, so good. If if he had done something more along the lines of that, rather than, yeah, you know, going back to nineteen fifties where it was just hugely blatant. But again, maybe that wouldn't work for the message no, he was trying to convey. Been. Maybe he actually had an interesting. Message, it would have been better if it was modern day. Yeah, I agree. It would have been yes. that would have been so, that would have brought it up for me at least like a whole other level. Also, what the heck? Like he was trying to. Okay, I'm just getting irked. The thing is, he was trying, and I feel bad for being so mean to him, not that he's not fine, but, like, he was trying so hard to do stuff, like the stupid laser remote. Like, he was trying to make it interesting, and, and he couldn't. I, I applaud him for being ambitious, because not a lot of films <laughs> do that, but he just, it just didn't work this time. Or any time. Bye, or George. Any, yeah, especially not this You're time. You're wasting all of our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, George. I mean, has he really done anything worthwhile at all in the past few years? Because the only thing I think of tomorrow... He got married to a mall. Even though my mom's best friend, Claudia, has a house in Italy next to his, and she says he's gay, but... <laughs> oh. Claudia runs yeah. Southern... Yeah, I used to work with her at Southern Season. You worked at Southern Season? My yeah. mom was a store manager oh, wait, at Southern Claudia Season. Oh, Claudia uh, really? Antonius? Yeah, her name's Pamela Strauss. Everyone loved wait, her. Cl- Claudia Antonius? Yeah. Oh, I know her. Yeah. No <laughs> shit, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, out of five stars... Everyone? It's one and a half. One, maybe one and a half. I mean, I really did enjoy the performances. Julianne Moore, you could put her in, you know, uh, you could put her in the room. Right? <laughs> and she would still be spectacular. Yeah. You could put her in Plan 9 from Outer Space and she would still be spectacular. That makes mm-hmm. me more upset. Because mm. she could choose any movie she wanted. I'm going to give it a two because I feel like if I give it anything less than a two, the little boy would be, like, sad. Like, if he was listening to this, he'd be sad, so... If you give this film bad reviews, this boy gets killed. <laughs> I... Mm. The little boy gets a 2,000 out of four, because he's so cute and he's so good. And the movie itself gets a negative six. Cool. One for every hour, I felt like, the movie lasted. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty it, it felt like three hours. Yeah, she thought that she fell asleep for a long time. She was asleep for three minutes. It was a good nap, though. It wasn't. I'm also, like, I'm one of those people who's really easily hypnotized. Oh. Like, it happens a lot. Like, I'll be in the, like, crowd and I'll get hypnotized and stuff. So, for some reason, when I have... You didn't know that? No, but when do you just randomly go to a hip... I've been to three... I've been to three hypnotist shows. Well, two... You have a weird life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. Well, well, not a lot of people I know who spend time going. Well, to... one was in one was in the Dominican Republic, 
And it worked even through the accent and everything, so that's impressive. Hmm. And then one was project graduation, you know, the parties they throw to make you not uh, die of alcohol poisoning when after you graduate. Yeah. They literally lock you in a building, so that's fun. And then another one was in, in college. There was a, and every time I was in the audience, I was like, I'm not going to do it this time. We got this. Every single time. It was embarrassing. Oh, Chloe. I know. But what no, what I was going to say is... What I was going to say is... It's like a really good nap is what it feels like when you're hypnotized. And that's how I feel if I fall asleep in movies. So I enjoyed it. I thought I was so asleep for five hours. I'm so glad. It's I feel very fun. refreshed considering how little sleep I've gotten lately. Yeah. And it was because of Suburbicon. So, okay, I'll give it a star. Gave me some... <laughs> give it a star. Put me to sleep. I that's, give it a star. That's generous for Chloe. One better star. than melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's your turn, buddy. Oh, you gave I, it two well, and a half? One and a half. Sorry. One and a half. One and a half. One and a half. Yeah. It's down there. It's down there for me. <laughs> yeah, that was actually one of the... I was going to say that earlier. I was really looking forward to the trailers before the film. Because mm-hmm. I figured the film's going to be awful. I know there's some new trailers. It was fun. Well, I... I some of the trailers, most of the trailers were, were blech. I was expecting something interesting, but they didn't put any fun trailers before it. Yeah, mm. they did. Small, it, Smallville. <laughs> Whatever that movie's called. Downsizing? Fun size. Downsizing. Yeah. Downsizing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, which is uh, Alexander Payne, which I didn't know. Which yeah. I don't know. I'm still undecided about. Me too. She's obsessed with him. Because he made the best movie of all time, Descendants. I don't know. Everybody's silent. In Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska is brilliant. Yeah. I love Nebraska. Well, sideways. So Nebraska. Sideways. Sideways, sideways is yeah, also yeah. really, really good. That's most of the hates all these movies, I bet. The chemistry between silence, Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church and Sideways. Yeah. I don't like Paul Giamatti. Oh, I, I love Paul Giamatti. Him, yeah. Saw him in an airport once. You of course him. you did. Yeah, of course. God. He looked really grumpy. <laughs> we didn't say anything, though, because we were like, ugh. He just is more standoff. Like, like Henry Winkler, literally, we accidentally hugged him in an airport because we just thought we knew him. Like, he just is one of those people, and he loved it. I said, yes, Henry. And then we realized we wasn't. We were like, oh, that was weird. We saw someone dressed up as zombie Fonzie. That was bizarre. See, where do people come up with <laughs> costumes like that? Zombie Fonzie? I don't know. It was weird. I mean, hardly... There was a dead Hillary Clinton. That was harsh. Yeah, yeah that was a little... Well, people taste. were... Uh, there was a couple there were Coraline and then the other mother. The other mother, that was the and best. That was, that was pretty good. Scary. She had like yeah, he we had like his neck. Yeah, we couldn't figure out who it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was freaky. Mm-hmm. And then um oh yeah, there was a whole family of Johnny Depp's. Oh, oh yeah. There was a And they so were intense. Jack, they were full on. There's like so there's Jack Sparrow, uh Mad Hatter, Willy Edward Wonka. Scissorhands, and Willy Wonka. Yeah. It, was it was pretty good. It was so pretty good. good. Yeah. Quite good. So I'll take a pass. <laughs> not, not a pep fan. And, you know, that's largely why I'm not a pep oh, fan. Love, oh, I love Because people dress up as him? Love the no, poster. because all of he, he intentionally takes the most outlandish, bizarre roles. He's trying to stay off medication. He's finding outlets. I think he just prefers to not... To be... Have, like, makeup and not... Well, he needs, to, he needs to do more stuff like when he played Whitey Bulger. Yeah, and, that was good. And, and he had Mass. makeup for that, too. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, he had, like, the, uh, the shaved head. And there Too bad that kids didn't do that. He's, he's playing <laughs> but, Grindelwald. Well, yeah, but, I mean, his makeup, in, his makeup in Black Masters makes him look like Whitey Bulger. He doesn't look like some freak on an acid trip. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. boy. I mean, that movie was awful, but... Black Mask? Yeah. 
Let's. Oh, I loved it. I liked it a lot too. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about it. It's okay. God, disagreement here, people. Dakota Johnson, though? She has some kind she's of weird great. appeal. I don't like her, but I see... She's okay. I mean, I guess she's the child of two famous people, so she just was born with something. I don't like her, though. Not this... I think the only thing I've seen her in was a bigger splash. Who is she? I don't even... Uh, the wife of uh, Bulger in Black Mass. The young woman, you know? She's in Fifty Shades of Grey. He's, he's shaking his head now. <laughs> Anyways... All right, well, <laughs> she's what, Goldie Hawn's daughter? No, that's, no, no that's, Kate that's Kate Hudson. Oh, my God, I love Another Kate Hudson. Another absolutely useless actor. Hey, 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 I love Kate Hudson. I love her. Did you see Marshall? No, I haven't seen Marshall yet. She's in that. Is she? She was pretty decent in The Killer Inside Me. Oh, God. Oh, God. We're moving on. Well, and we're I, moving on. I literally can't talk all, about that movie. All I movie. think of is, is back, what was in the 90s or early 2000s? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is a great film. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, all she did was those horrible romantic, was it rom-coms? Like, so it's Matthew McConaughey. Or? Nobody's hating well, on him. Because he's made good choices he's in his a man. career. <laughs> oh, jeez. Let's not get into choices. that. Let's not get into Love. that. Go Detective? watch True okay. Detective. We yeah, have. Is, True Detective really and Mud are the yeah. only two things that he's ever done that's uh, good. That was that Byers, Club. Byers Club. Don't. Interstellar. Uh, Interstellar's okay. actually pretty good. That was Byers Club. Whatever. Kate Matt Hudson. Wolf Wall Street. I liked him in Free State of Joe's. Everybody hated uh, Free State of Joe's. Oh. I, 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 I liked him in that. I got I good I Z's in that movie, too. I was that was probably the last movie I fell asleep in was Free State of Joe's. But also the theater was really, really cold, and that'll do me in. You saw it Chelsea, didn't you? Hmm? Didn't you see it at the Chelsea? Yeah, I thought the Chelsea and the theater was really cold. Oh, uh, the trailer for that movie, The Phantom Thread, where apparently oh the PTA out. film. I got the poster for it yesterday. PTA film. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, I watched that and I just cringe. Apparently, well, yeah, I guess we're gonna get it. And also, apparently, it's his last movie. Oh yeah, he's retired after. We this. talked Which, about it. Why is that his last movie? It looks awful. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I'm so, no, it looks like it's fucking garbage. It's, it's, P, it's a PTA film. <laughs> I think it looks good. I mean, I wasn't well, blown away was by the trailer. I was thinking about this the other day. PTA hasn't done anything that really blew me away except The Master. The Master is a it, brilliant, oh, it's absolutely <laughs> brilliant piece of filmmaking. Brain, it's taught. It's taught. That's everything what else, Everything else that PTA has done has been... There Will Be Blood is amazing. No. And love and Hair Advice. Dano, yeah. no. Love, Punch Drunk Love. No. Yep. Boogie Nights. Uh, Boogie Nights. Eh. I think he's great. That's a weird guy. Like, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Kira's dad like secretly is in love with Mark Wahlberg. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. You know he just uh, railed on Boogie Nights. Like, yeah, he asked God to forgive him. That's a, that's a yeah. little much. Even though he uh, oh, yes. killed someone. Oh. Mark, Mark Wahlberg is literally like... Have you ever seen the Wahlbergers, that show, The Wahlbergers? No. He he's is the on. biggest douche ever. Like, yeah. he's like, I gotta go work on my Michael Bay movie, bye. He's kidding. And like, whatever. I like that. I don't know. Still. It's uh, so funny that somehow Mark Wahlberg seems to apologize for every role he's taken. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was somewhat, seriously, he was somewhat apologetic about the last Transformers film, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's he's railing against against what he did in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Which I don't get, because I mean, Boogie Nights was actually a decent film, and I, I think it was interesting. It was, Daddy's Home too. Wasn't Ish. great. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, if he needs to apologize for anything, it's those horrible Daddy's Home films. <laughs> Don't hate on Daddy's Home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That hey, Brandon, you want to do a retro review of that? 
next week? No, no absolutely not. <laughs> the part no. where he drives into the wall with the motorcycle, that is absolutely oh hilarious. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Kicking and screaming is my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Uh, have you ever seen The Other Guys? Yes. Yeah, The Other Guys that is movie Kicking and screaming is my favorite. Yeah. But also, you know, it's my... It made uh, me feel better about my dad's coaching no. of my son. No film? offense. Oh, shoot, I forgot I listened oh, to oh, this. Gosh, again, oh. again, it's oh happening. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Stranger Than Fiction. I know, but I like, I I like kicking that and that screaming. Movie, right? Yeah. Ferrell, so good. Right. Love that movie. Yeah. Kicking and screaming. Be quiet, everybody Talladega Nights? My well, mom. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, my mom that's literally. My mom literally peed herself in Talladega Nights. Nice. I was shocked. Should we be talking about this on our podcast? Oh, she doesn't care. My mom's the coolest. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. All right. See, everybody. Everybody loves my parents. Yeah. More than me. Your whole family's pretty cool. I'm the I'm the black sheep. It kind of stinks. I'm the least cool. Brayden's never met any of them. He doesn't know. We've met my sister. I guess. Yeah, he knows Gemma. Kind of. Yeah, I've met your sister. If your mom's who I think it is, I actually do recognize your mom. She has you know, uh, black curly hair. She's got black curly hair. She's, She's shorter than you, isn't she? A little bit. A little bit, Thank yeah. you for noticing. Yeah, no, I know who your mom is. I remember her. I was there for two years. Oh, you know her from Southern Season? Yeah. Oh, then you probably like her more than me. <laughs> it was a long time ago. I was back in my early 20s when I did that. So. Uh. Hmm. Chloe, do you need to... Kira. Jesus uh, Christ. Kira? Get it, get it straight a lot. It need, happens at work a lot. Do you need to skedaddle? Yeah, I think so. Alright. Everyone say bye to Kira. Bye, bye Kira. Kira. Bye. You have any final words? Uh, no. I don't know. Go Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't really have anything well, to thank say. You for, thank you for coming on. <laughs> thank you we for having me. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Well, next time, come when we actually watch a good movie. Yeah. So you're not subjected to crap. Yeah. Yeah, I see all the movies with Chloe anyway, so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Kira's leaving. All right, so let's get into our review of Tokyo Idols. Uh, Kira's left us. I almost said Chloe again. Kira's uh, gone now, but no clip for Not this forgotten. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no clip for this one since it's all in Japanese, but. Uh, <laughs> so. I didn't think it was sorry. That's just really funny. I have to translate. Yeah. Uh, but. So this is a new film uh, that was at Sundance that I did want to see but wasn't able to catch it when it Shucks. was uh, when it premiered. But it's on Netflix now, and uh, so it is directed by Kyoko Miyaki, and it is the kind of kind of long plot synopsis is <laughs> girl bands and their pop music permeate every moment of Japanese life. Following an aspiring pop singer and her fans, Tokyo Idols explores a cultural phenomenon driven by an obsession with young female sexuality and the growing disconnect between men and women in hyper-modern societies. So, this is all about the Japanese idol culture, which I going... Um, Wait, so they are pop stars? I'm so confused. Kind of, yeah. I mean, they're... But she said she wanted to be a singer. They are pop stars, but they aren't. They're, they're idols. It's a whole niche within Japan. Yeah. that They go out and they sing and they have little dance numbers and everything, but they're not... They're not pop stars. They're they not have like Lady Gaga. Singing careers. Yeah. Okay. They're more sort of. It's sort of like. Because they have to be intro tier. To becoming a pop star, these are it's right. sort of like a well, pop is... star farm teams in a way. Yeah, it, it's an introduction to like how weird it is. They like have to be done by when they're like done if they're like eighteen, right? 
The idols, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I think their their shelf life <laughs> is into the early twenties. Yeah. But I mean, they start they start very very young. I mean, they they had in the in oh, in God. the documentary they had some ten year old girls who. I were, have so many mixed emotions. Like yeah, I mean so. God. Well, you say it's disgusting, but let me. I, I didn't I say just it's thought disgusting. About... I said I had mixed emotions. Oh okay, well. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the men in the movie are like, yeah, we like the pure ones and stuff. It's weird. But anyway, yeah, well, they're like we'll get into that. But I mean, the thing you have to remember is how is that really any different from the beauty pageant subculture here? In I the don't US? like that either. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but I mean, stuff like this has been going on for a long time, and I mean, it, it's it's one thing. It's easy. It's easy to fall back on the oh, it's the exploitation of young girls, uh, and it and it and it's it's the perpetuation of of objectification uh, of women, and. But is it? I mean, I think a lot of these young women do gain a lot from beauty pageants or from being in these idols. See, one thing I found interesting, not saying that it's okay or that it's not kind of creepy, but like there's there's one of the uh, fans who was like in his 40s or 50s Mm -hmm. who, I can't remember if the girl was under 18 or not, but... You know, he worshipped her like you know, he said he spent two grand a month yeah. on this yeah. on getting merchandise. Genuinely, it really these, just broke my heart the whole time I was these, watching it. I was just, uh, which yeah. it makes me sound like narcissist. Like I'm no better than them, right? But it just made me really sad. Yeah, but like the where he's worshiping this young woman, but he even says, "And I know nothing romantic would ever happen yeah. between us," but I. It's on, and then the uh, interview with the girl, the idol. Rio. Um, she, or no, no, this is a different one. This different is a different one. one. This is the, the um, middle-aged guy who's like a transportation worker and yeah. very obviously sort of unattractive. And I he literally said, can't he sees, tell. And he sees like these people or sees these fans almost like a father figure, which mm-hmm. is still strange because then they're being well, overly sexualized in their outfits and their style. And that's yeah. the interesting thing about it, to me at least, is, is looking at this, is it's a very complex issue. And it's mm-hmm. easy, it's very reductionist, I think, to say, that, oh, objectification and, and sexualization. And, and there is that to an extent. I'm not going to say, no, that's not there. Um, I mean, if you were looking at these, these young women in a vacuum, I think the sexualization and all of that really comes in with regard to the fans. Mm-hmm. So it's not... That they're doing this, or just the more widespread aspect of Japanese culture. In what's in what sense? Like the cartoons and stuff. It's all like that, or not all. Yeah. Of it, but that's oh. a lot. Oh, a lot like of there's, anime. There's a lot of sexualization. Yeah. yeah. Women yeah. tend to be so. hypersexualized and a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, with regard to the idols, though, I mean they. All of that stuff sort of comes in, I think, on the fan side. But it's ex- but that's what they work off of. Yeah. Like the weird handshake meetings and stuff. Yeah. Not weird, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but one thing <laughs> the handshake meetings. that's interesting also in terms of the idol's perspective is, at least the ones they interviewed, all these, they're not saying, oh, I'm so creeped out by these people. Mm-hmm. Well, they wouldn't anyway. They might be. They wouldn't say it. Well, no, but I mean, the thing is, they're like, they're saying, I love it when someone is like, you know, supporting me and helping me get to this place, which the way that they're doing that may not necessarily be the most just way or moral way, but it's, 
it's so strange though because I mean if you look at these uh, Rio who's the, the the young woman that that they focus on in this mm-hmm. I mean just watching her I found her work ethic to be remarkable yeah um, whether or not she's got talent I don't know uh, but I found her work ethic remarkable I mean just the way that she was she was marketing and she was writing songs and she's constantly she was constantly moving mm-hmm. and all of the uh, the apparel and so forth that that was made she was she was wrapping that and singing that out herself and then when she went on a little mini tour she gets her bike out and bikes to these mm-hmm. places and now now what does that also tell you the fact that she could bike to these locations and you know you're, you're thinking oh you got all these creepy fans but these these young women and i mean if you looked at the 10 year old girls who were doing this their fans were waiting for them in the street mm-hmm. and yeah. it wasn't like oh my god i'm gonna freak out and run away they didn't have like a giant steroid in you know pumped up dude escorting them the fans kept a safe distance waved at them <laughs> held up signs you know the little 10 year old girls were waving back at them walked to the subway yeah and it's it's right. really it's strange because then well it's, it's like the opposite yeah. for u.s culture where people like swarming exactly swarming lady gaga yeah the, right. whole time, well, the whole time i was watching i was trying to think i was trying to compare it to like one direction and stuff like how girls here act about one direction. Yeah, I mean, if you think of like Harry Styles. But I think it's really the age you know. thing that makes it quite odd. And also, they like. Well. Uh, I mean, it, it is straight. There was one the, pairing that of like a guy who was in his like late 20s, and he said to this 13 year old teenager, oh, there might be a little bit of a romantic yeah. attraction there. Yeah. And it's just like. Okay. You're kind of <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's creepy, and there's yeah. always going to be some element to, of that, I think. But it was interesting because there was a mother of one of them who was talking about how some of these some of these older men feel almost a paternal yeah yeah uh, interest in these in these in these girls, and it's not it's not some and that's the other thing is he didn't he didn't say it was sexual he said it was romantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Brayden <laughs> well Brayden <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's all is, it's, is a, it's there, a weird gray area it's a sure. very strange gray area right romantic not does romantic okay feelings necessarily connote sexual eh. we, we a lot of people a lot of people would say yes it does but does it necessarily I'm not I'm not trying to rationalize with it but I'm just saying I'm playing devil's advocate yeah here. I know what you mean yeah. But um, and you it ain't the, worth it to question it. You had the you <laughs> had the one a, woman who's a, if it's great, just walk the other back up. Uh, you had the one woman who's a sociologist, and she she sort of towed the party line, as it were. She was you know uh, uh, this is setting feminism back. In she Japan. didn't like it. You could no. tell she was trying to be objective, but she was not. No, a she fan. didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It was very it was very plain. She didn't like it, and she she towed the party yeah, line. Yeah, I don't like it either. Oh, these men are creepy, and it's a sexual thing. And they're just sexualizing these young girls. Well, it's a whole cultural thing, too. It's saying, like, the only way... Because she said that it's the only area of the society where females are important, right? Yeah. But you're still completely reliant on men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what men want. So it's really not any... It's not better. Yeah. It's I almost worse. It. No, it's... it's Yes. But I think it's it's still very reductionist just to say that all of this this whole phenomena is about the sexualization of young women. Well, I don't think that. I just think it's mostly. I literally it just made me sad. Like the guy, because they get so enamored, like or whatever the right word is, but 
I, like he like stopped visiting his parents and stuff. We couldn't afford it and all kinds of things. I mean, well, that guy, that guy was creepy. Yeah. If you look at the guy <laughs> who was the fan of Rio, yeah, not the transportation worker guy with the glasses. Yeah. He was the he younger, was very slightly much slightly younger guy. Yeah, the slightly he, the fellow who was in his in his forties. Basically, he said his life was over, so he was gonna start it over like this. Yeah, he's like, he's just like in ten years, I gotta have a horrible disease. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, dude. Well, well, I mean, the thing is... Well, he it, he it's... he was interesting because his relationship with her was... It was more sort of adulation. He held her up as a role model. Yeah. I didn't necessarily get as any sense that, that he was sexualizing her, that he had any kind of romantic interest he, in her. Yeah. He actually, when they were interviewing him, he actually said, um, you know, I admire her because she's 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 been knocked down a lot. And when they interview her, she says, yeah, my recording contract was pulled out, and then I was supposed to do voice acting work for, for an animated series, and then they pulled that out from under me. And he said... Uh, the whole phoenix thing, you know, she rises from, from the ashes like a phoenix, and, and because of this stick to itiveness, this, this work ethic she has, you know, it's really inspired me to go out. And, and so I think, in a sense, you know, there's that. There's also the paternal aspect to it. And so there's a lot of. But creepy you're paying stuff. for it. It's just weird to me. Well, there's a lot of creepy stuff. Well, the thing is, you have to remember if you look at birth rates in Japan, they're through the floor. They're not having babies. Yeah. They're just not. And the weird thing about it is there's a whole subculture of Japan. Um, I've never heard of Through the Floor before. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I've heard just, Through the Roof, I like Through it. the Floor. Yeah, it's good. But um, <laughs> <laughs> young men are not pursuing relationships with women. They, they're they called omnivores. Maybe they they're have too preoccupied no, with these well, that's idols. kind of leads into the issue. So it's like, so these, all the men that they were featuring this uh these idols are whether it's romantic or not mm -hmm. is their, it's their it, choice it, of it's, relationship it's their relationship yeah. and so then but when that girl is done with the idol they culture, move on to something else well no that's the thing can they well they, no they, that's what i, I meant then, to say they move on to another idol they yeah. find another idol and so then in their own life they're not progressing with a, a, a person who could actually affect their lives and they're and well, so, is that is it worth it to have these people, even if even if it's making them happy, it's still my my them take. Also, my take on this, and it, it's sort of interesting. I'm I'm sure there's a lot of research out there about this, which I haven't seen, but I would I would like to very much like to read it. But uh, Japanese society, it's a very old, very traditional society, and obviously modernizing. They're grappling with issues of women's rights. And part and parcel of uh, feminism in Japan, of, of feminism anywhere in any sort of modernizing or postmodern society, is, is the uh, choice and opportunity for women. And because these men no longer are thrown into arranged marriages where women essentially have no real say in the matter, um, going into a relationship and being in a relationship with a woman... And she has that choice. She can break that off if she wants. She says, no, I'm not enjoying this. I don't, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I don't like this for whatever reason. I can, I can move on. And so it's, they don't like this. And so I think it's largely that, that, that men in Japan, uh, many of them can't adjust to uh, the fact that women now have opportunity and choice and they can be rejected. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, these men can be rejected by women. Yeah, well, cause and so they seek yeah. relationships that there is no element of, of potential Like rejection. shame. The movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just tying it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good one. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, because there's the university student who they ask him, why don't you, you could, you know, you're handsome, you could go get... You could go a, get a girlfriend. And he's like, oh, no, it's too much work. Yeah. And so, yeah, which is exactly true for with the idols because you can just pay and you can get constant attention right both ways and yeah. so but then which is why there's this whole subculture of guys who now are infatuated with idols they're infatuated with uh female characters from animated series in japan mm-hmm. and it's this it's it's all very very strange and weird and i uh, i've been trying to figure out why this has been going on for some time. I mean, my undergraduate degree is in East Asian studies. I spent a year in Japan, and it's a wonderful culture. And to only see this aspect of it is to not to fully understand. Yeah. Well, how do Japanese you feel about culture, the movies? The way the movie set up, then. In what sense? Because that's all there is in the movie. It's just this. Because that's that's oh. the, the aspect of, of their society but, that they're looking. I know, at. but do you think it'd be a better movie if they showed? Other, I mean, at the, if it's, yeah, but I, I mean, like it's it. not a film about Japanese society. It's a film about. But it miles. is though. But I mean, I like how mm-hmm. it's it's specific, but it it feels well rounded. Yeah. It it doesn't just. Well, show that's what I liked about it. Is it it wasn't it. just the sociologist. It also talked to the fans. It also talked to the idols. It also talked to the parents of the idols. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't it wasn't strictly, you know. Oh, we're just going to talk to the sociologist, and see what she has to say. Yeah. And it, it talked to various other people who are experts on Japanese society and development within Japan, social, economic, political development in Japan. So I thought it was overall a very well done documentary. Mm-hmm. So because it gave yeah, you it, all yeah. sides of, of the issue that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Chloe, you, you. I don't you even see. know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to relate because like i really like brandon flowers right Mm -hmm. but i'm not like i mean i'm trying to i was trying to understand it better well i mean it it doesn't work we kind of mentioned it earlier because it does kind of somewhat translate to how like one direction right (laughs) like how people like americans view certain media icons like Brandon Flowers, or uh, heck yeah, or if you look at um, <laughs> it's just me, Henry. We went over this. <laughs> Who is Henry? that? Anyway, the killers, oh, God. killers lead singer. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, broken up now. And or what are some like? I mean, we mentioned Lady Gaga. What are some other ones? Lady like, Gaga's not even one. She no, she definitely is. I don't know like about that, that. Especially with like her, the early part of her career with all of her strange outfits and stuff. But there is a dimension of this weird connection with. Not weird, I'm sorry. There is this dimension of connection with the idols. Like, that's a big thing. Like, they literally pay to shake their hands and keep moving right. and stuff. They, like, vote for that. Like, there's all kind of weird stuff. Not weird, sorry. There's all kinds of I mean, stuff. No, it's, I it's mean, it's definitely more extreme, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Japan, yeah. So I'm not, not saying So the, the best one I can think of com- comparatively is One Direction. Because, like, you can see them on Snap. I don't know if they, have, they had Snapchat, but, like, Instagram. And, like, people have, like body pillows and like of their faces oh no and, like, they, they've been clothes doing and posters and blah 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 they've blah. been doing this stuff for ages i remember yeah. back when i was in high school it's you had similar. you had new kids on the block yeah and they had the posters and they had you could get big standees of all the different mm-hmm. which one was your favorite guy and they did 
they had a whole marketing blitz. I mean, this is this is none of the stuff that's yeah. going on in Japan but that's, is new. But that's what I think the difference What's is. What's new is the dynamic with their audience and the fact that these men are basically eschewing any kind of personal yeah. relationship in order to follow these idols. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, I think that's the point of the idols, right, is to be there for the relationship, whereas groups like One Direction or whatever use that as a tool. It's not the point of them. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. They use it to they make... They actually make music. It's not good music, but they make music. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, <laughs> I can't dis... Well, uh, see, the, Harry the Styles' is, solo album is dope. No, but the thing is, good. as I said, I mean, the, the young woman that they're looking at in this, Rio, right? She actually writes music, and she gets up and yeah, she Yeah, but some of the music is weird. What are they called? What are they called? Oh, yeah. What are they called? Otakas? Otakus. Did I really... I'm so excited. Did I really get it right? I guess so. Close. You're Whatever. Close. Anyway. You said otakos. That, like <laughs> that sounds like an alternate type I really of like tacos. <laughs> tacos. <laughs> anyway. Um, but she's like, in one song, it's like, people think you're weird, but you're not. You should say here, you're not weird. It's like brainwashing. It's so weird. You know what I'm mm. talking about? Do you remember that Ben yeah. movie? No, no, I agree. Oh, it's strange. She's music. like, we well, have some fun. Of the, some, of that music, <laughs> some of that music was written for her. But she's obviously. literally telling them that, like, people think you're weird, but you're not weird. Stay with me forever. The weird kind of un- dichotomy with that is the how it will show... Also, like, the webcam stuff confuses me. Yeah, like, the webcam it's stuff and the, the strange songs. And then you'll see her go visit a fan. And, like, they're, you know, this little girl, that scene with the, the mother and her, and her right. young daughter. And it's, like, this incredibly sweet, very completely sincere moment. And then she'll go and have these men these 40, 50-year-old guys being obsessed with their... And it's yeah. just... The, and well, it's the exact same type of... The other strange thing about energy. it was when they were showing her live shows, there were always... I mean, it was vast majority of men, but they're always like a, a group, three, four, five young women who were there. You don't know those women's deals, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, but, you know... Yeah. Lots of glow sticks. Yeah. Lots of glow sticks. Um... I mean, it's, 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 it's strange. It's like, it's, it's a strange thing. Yeah. This sounds really bad. That's okay. I'm not trying to be judgy or whatever. It's like, I just kind of wish that this didn't have to exist. The idol culture or the documentary? Yeah, the okay. idol culture. Like, I wish that these men weren't, could just like find some friends that they didn't have to pay for. And I wish these girls could be successful doing what they wanted without relying on people in that weird way mm. like i said the handshake thing really got me because they're not actually doing anything like they're not actually doing anything but then again one direction has like meet and greet but, but, justin bieber has like meet and greet i guess but also, i don't know how's that any different from people going up to a an actor at a like comic-con and paying 60 dollars for a signed autograph right i mean the, that's there's, what I, I don't know i don't do there's, that there's a model oh, no, what I'm saying, like, in terms <laughs> there are of... models for these things everywhere this isn't this isn't something yeah, new this one is just very obvious and it's again this, the extremes to which it's taken in japan and i think that's largely again a, a factor part of a symptom. culture right well no i think it's a symptom of the fact not their culture i think it's a symptom of the fact that they are not coping with uh gender issues well in a modernizing or, or essentially in Japan, mm-hmm. a postmodern society. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, you know, gender issues and uh, to some extent also, you know, racial issues and so forth mm-hmm. are lagging behind most other postmodern societies. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Western Europe, you look at the United States, we're not perfect. But I think in terms of those sorts of things, we are doing better than Japan. Right, well, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And so I think it's a symptom of the fact that they're not coping, particularly men are not coping well with yeah. postmodern society. It is interesting because they use, it's the same kind of device that demonstrates the problems we have versus the problems they have. I like mean, here, yeah. little girls are taught to worship like men, right? And over there, it's easier to do the other way around. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, was, there was something interesting. I Oh, it was... um. So the president of Harvard? Well, there's another podcast I listened to, and there was... <gasps> <laughs> Traitor. <laughs> um, I, God, this is this is horrible. I can't remember. It was either Drew Gilpin Faust, who's the president of Harvard. They were speaking with her, or I can't remember. I'll have to remember who the other person was. But she was saying it was interesting because the socialization of her daughter has changed tremendously. Uh, but the socialization of her sons has not changed. And and so their view on feminism and how they relate to women is largely the same now as it was, you know, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, whereas women are taught, you know, go do this, you have all these opportunities, you can do all these great things, which is true. But the other, the flip side of that is men have to be socialized in order to accept this as well. And I think Japanese women, um, they haven't quite, you know, gotten to the end goal yet, but they, I think they've been making tremendous strides and Japanese men are just not coping with this. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to begin because socialization in Japan uh, of men with regard to gender relations is, is lagging so far behind. Yeah. And so that's when you wind up with these guys who just say, I don't want to deal with these empowered women, so I'm going to go seek out a relationship which is absolutely pure and safe. Yeah. There's no, there's no question of, of rejection. There's no, there's Lives no issues. Lives the real of, girl, tying it back in again. Oh, yeah. 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 I love that right. movie. He had actual issues. And Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I he love, does. you gotta love, you just have to love him. Yeah. Like, you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Man. The, um. The interesting thing, I'm just going to throw out a few facts here, because this got me thinking when I was watching this, particularly the scenes where she's biking around, mm-hmm. and, you know, these little 10-year-old girls, and their fans are waiting out in the streets for them at 10 o'clock at night, and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely safe. I have never felt safer anywhere than when I was in Japan. Mm. It's It's amazing. But, I mean, just some figures, quickly, because it got me thinking about it. I mean, handguns per uh per capita you know gun deaths and that kind of thing i remember back i think it was 94 95 or something like that there were four deaths due to handguns in japan four Hmm. this is a this is a population roughly half the size of the united states now there are a lot of issues wrapped up in that there's a lot more uh racial ethnic homogeneity in japan than there is in the u.s but anyhow Sexual assault, some sexual assault figures, which, oh, you know, grim, but um, zero, <laughs> zero, zero is only the only acceptable number for that. I'll just preface with with that. But um, uh, da, 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 da. the United States, uh, what is the rape rate here? Well, just, I'm looking, he's searching I'm, I'm looking his at mind these. palace right now. No, to... here it is. Um, <laughs> the, the, the rate 
it's it's on this website nation master and they get a lot of their information from various other sources uh un and, and country reporting and so forth but um this is per 100,000 people right there is one rape per 100,000 people in japan uh. Uh, as opposed to the united states where there's 27.3 rapes per per 100,000 people so there are twenty, roughly twenty-seven more time, uh, more more sexual assaults, more rapes in the United States than there are in Japan. Mm. And reported. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, as I said, we were talking about this earlier, and as I said, I mean, there there are issues with whether or not uh, women actually report these things because it's it's uh, women have to come forth it's about this. They might <laughs> they might not feel comfortable doing that, but even so. Even if some of these women did not come forward about this in Japan... It's still a lot, a lot less. That's still a lot less. Yeah. And the other thing is, you have to remember, not all women come forth about sexual assault in the United States either. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at the spate of, of, of reports coming out now about Weinstein, yeah. and now you said about Brett Ratner mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you've got Bill Cosby, who, who there have been sexual assault cases against him. Uh, that hadn't been reported for several several years, for decades. Yeah. And I mean, um, so women, I think, are afraid, or they're cowed, or they're bought off, or something here in the United States. So, so I think those numbers would still be somewhat accurate. But it's just it's just strange because you you look at this in Japan and these young women who are, to a large extent, highly sexualized. Then nothing happens there. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens yeah, it's, there. It's a weird. And some of the most difference. extreme cases of sexual assault that come out of Japan, U.S. Yeah. They're, they're the Marines on various military installations somewhere in Japan, typically Okinawa, I think, assaulting teenage Japanese teenage girls. Mm. Yikes! I don't know. <laughs> so it's. Just it's strange. Yeah. It's just it's strange. Yeah. Um, so even even though you know they 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 fantasize and sexualize and these these relationships with these young women, it's not as though they're interested in acting on it, which is another thing. And I hate to I hate to say it's cultural because that's somewhat reductionist, but I think there is some sort of cultural aspect. But what is the cultural aspect there? I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know either. Well, they're very formal people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Historically. Yeah. This is true. Whether that restrains them in that kind of sense, though, I don't know. Hmm. It was weird. Go figure. It was weird and upsetting. I didn't like it. (laughs) All right, well, any other thoughts on Tokyo Idols? No. No? So many shrugs. So so many shrugs. It's four and a half out of five for me. Yeah, I give it four and a half as well. I don't know. I guess I learned a lot. (laughs) <laughs> it's a creepy film but it's, it's, how was yeah. it as an actual documentary to watch I thought it was very well it might just be because of the everything felt really claustrophobic but maybe spaces are just small I don't know <laughs> small spaces <laughs> the way it was format I guess like a three I'll give it a three okay alright well that's passable <laughs> I guess but okay well alright well we can... oh the other one the other person I was thinking of was Amory Slaughter, who was uh, Assistant Secretary of State under under Clinton when she was he Secretary found of State it. for Obama. No, it just it just occurred to me. My sister's the so guy. So one of one of those two women was discussing 
her children and the socialization of her son versus the socialization of her daughter. So sorry. Go ahead, Chloe. The guy my sister works with, who we went out with, how we went out on Halloween with him, he wasn't wearing pants, and it was funny because my sister was like, she was like, I'm trying to keep the relationship somewhat professional because he's technically my boss. That was funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, his he went to a wedding and the Clintons were there because his like best friend is their like ha- like life manager is the title. <laughs> like he just, life manager. Life manager. <laughs> Which is really funny, and you said the Clintons, so it made me think of it. And apparently at the wedding, like, there was a line, like, to take pictures with them. And that would just suck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never inviting the Clintons to my wedding. No way. No way. Mm-mm. You hear that, Clintons? <laughs> <laughs> not, not, You're not coming not, anywhere near my Chloe's. wedding. Not my wedding. <laughs> you can stay the hell away. <laughs> yeah. The yep. Obamas I'd invite. I would, too. I wouldn't even care. If people took pictures with them, I'd be like, I get it, me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like the Clintons. Everybody seems to, that seems to be the big thing now is bash the Clintons. I like them. I'm not bashing oh, the Clintons. The Obamas are just way cooler. Yeah, they are kind of cool. I met Bill Clinton. Of course you did. He was fine. It was raining. It's annoying. <laughs> okay. All I remember. Uh, all, I, all right. Interesting. Uh, all I remember is I was just like, God, I wish it wasn't raining. <laughs> Obviously, President Bill Clinton left a huge impression on you. My dad was caught. I don't know. know. It's fine. All right. Well, we can move on to... There's just one piece of news that um, I thought was worth mentioning. So there's... Is it cheerful? God. I have news, too. I have news, too. I have news. It's It's not cheerful, but I have news. This is neutral. So have you all heard about what Regal is going to be doing next year? No. The tickets? Okay, so next year... Regal theaters are going to be experimenting with price, with ticket changes for their for different movies, and so they're going to be charging more for popular uh, films for popular. Oh, films it's like Uber and, and less for flops. That's stupid. And so, do y'all think that how much are they ch- are they charging like the regular? Is it, is it like cruise ships that are trying to fill their spots last minute? I mean, I'm that, not, I'm that not sure, but it makes absolute sense. I mean, it's like, because if you think about it, whenever you, I go to see movies, it's it's very empty, usually. Yeah. Unless it's a like a Marvel film But is it like price gouge? Like, is it going to, like, if it's Saturday night on Franklin Street, your Uber is going to cost more than your college tuition? Well, see, that's... that's I, a, I'm not sure exactly. Really? What. I've never used an Uber Not before. literally. I mean, not I literally $4,000, Brayden, but yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's... I understand that the, the price structures for uber but i've never actually used one so i don't know at peak times what an uber roughly would cost i used several ubers in madrid and one here so i'm not very i didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. i rarely do anyway but especially in spanish but I, i'm not really sure exactly what the prices are going to be but they are going to be charging less for flops and more for hits so i'm for it unless it means that they're charging 35 dollars for yeah i mean think like if you want to go see a, a you know Avengers, think about how much that may cost. Well, see, that's a problem. Then, is those sorts of films... Uh, the other the other thing that's complex about that is films, if you look at gross grosses, they drop precipitously generally after the first week. After the week. first week, yeah. yeah. And so when that first week, you might, you know, you open the Avengers film, the first two weeks, 
maybe three. Then everybody's just going to wait. I mean, that first week, the audience is packed. That second week, maybe half. The third week, 20, 30 people in there. And so what happens... Unless to the, it's Harry Potter. What happens to the <laughs> prices as the audience dwindles? Yeah, yeah. Henry. Okay. <laughs> what I happened? I mean, because if, if they do that, they're, they're, then there's an incentive for people... Well, I'm not going to go the first week because that's 15 I'm going to pay $15. I'm going to pay a premium for that ticket. I don't want to pay that. Yeah. I'll just wait until the fourth week. But is this also, for movies that flop immediately, is that going to make people going to want to go see those movies either way? Like, oh, it's going to be a couple of dollars less. I'll go, I'll go see it. I don't know if people are going to go see Suburbicon if it's no one's the tickets are $3 yeah, less. Yeah, if I've got to pay the same price as something else. You know. See, the thing is, there are certain flops that I would absolutely pay top dollar to see oh yeah absolutely pay top, top dollar to see. dollar <laughs> the blade runner i would pay twice as much for a ticket mm-hmm. to go see that yeah I'm he would sell a kidney i'm exaggerating here yeah i might sell a kidney <laughs> redundant organs are redundant yeah that's you know um but no i would pay i would pay i would pay full price to see blade runner i would pay full price again to see blade runner i'd pay full price plus another six eight dollars to see it in imax mm-hmm. for a third time right <laughs> i love that film so much and that's just because of the blade runner thing i really think it's a well-done <laughs> film the visuals are spectacular the sound is spectacular you missed it's... it i got in a fight with some people at a halloween party about blade runner really yeah uh, don't worry i took them down were they were they bashing it yeah, yeah. i want some names and numbers <laughs> i'll give them to you okay they're annoying af mm. you're right you don't even know them. <laughs> um, and then there are other films that do smashingly well that I really feel like I was price gouged, even just paying yeah. for, you know, bargain rate tickets that my friend gets in, in bulk going to see some what? of these films. Huh? One of, the, one of the guys I work with, because he worked at one of these theaters, is able to get discounts on when he buys bulk tickets. What is bulk tickets? Like eight, ten. Oh, he yeah. gets them. He gets them for a bunch of us when we go together to to see movies. That's so it's so not like sweet. he's buying blocks of twenty tickets, but just ten. Eight ten. I need a friend like that. Eight ten. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay a dollar to see any of the Fifty Shades of Grey films, and they do huge box Brayden office. Brayden would pay a dollar to not see or not. I would pay I good money. I always split my infinitive, sorry. <laughs> oh, How dare you split those infinitives? <laughs> it's like my one thing. I just do it. I don't know. It's always one flaw. <laughs> it's, it's become common <laughs> common practice to split infinitives now. <sighs> to boldly split infinitives. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I'm very proud of my grammar. Uh, I had to see the first Fifty Shades of Grey. For, you uh, had to? For I was reviewing it for a website. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Brutal. Yeah, right? You saw it? No. Oh. But he says he, he, he wouldn't pay. He would probably pay money not to see it. Yeah. Uh, there are certain films out there that I would absolutely not pay money to see. Yeah. I, the Hunger Games films. I'm sorry. Huge. They did huge. I watched them. I kind of went... You're not the demographic. No, I'm not the demographic, but you know, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm necessarily the demographic for, say, the Avengers films. You are. 
Am I? Yeah. I think that's. I don't know. I think you're wearing you're, a scarf. You're, you're becoming the. <laughs> yeah. What's that got to do with anything? Scarf on someone. They're an Avengers fan. They're an Avengers fan. <laughs> I, it's not. It's not Avengers scarf though. There are the no little flourishes. Yeah. I can tell. I'm very. I have good intuition. Very perceptive. I can tell things about people. Mm. A lot of them. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. You want to hear I, my news? Sure. I've already told everybody, because it, it's sad, but it excites me. In this, anyway, just because I know something. Okay, so Jonathan from Stranger Things, the older brother, was he's British in real life, and he was coming back to, through LAX for the premiere of season two. He got stopped at customs for having cocaine, and they said, you can't come here, Jonathan. And they turned him around, and they, said him, and they sent him back to England, and he might not be allowed to be back in the country. So if Jonathan doesn't appear in season three that's why what a dummy yeah what a dummy don't have cocaine on you when you're going through an airport man yeah i mean that's just dumb i mean <laughs> i mean he'll probably be a lot back because he's famous and that's just how the world works but still 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 john jonathan johnny i think his name's charlie 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 yeah charlie heaton yeah i mean that's Poor just, his, that's just i just keep dumb. thinking about nancy poor nancy they date in real life really yeah Hmm. I'm a Steve fan myself. I'm I like totally Steve. Team Steve. Steve. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So. I wasn't at first, but the character has changed so tremendously. I mean, he's he's actually the character is actually really likable and a really and he's nice so guy. Sweet in real life, that always helps. Yeah, hmm. I'm a Steve fan now. Steve, Steve team. team Steve team smaller because Charlie's. I, no I mean, because uh, Jonathan's no, the underdog. Yeah, but usually I root for the underdog, but in this case, I know it's weird. Yeah, right. right Na- Steve's not. <laughs> Nancy's too. About Steve's too good for Nancy. But anyway, without any spoilers. Well, it, that's that's that upsets me because I obviously they just lost House of Cards. They just completely shut that down without me. Done. 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 Buy House of Cards. I never watched one, it anyway. I watched. Season. I watched the British one. I never. Yeah, I never watched it. You would think it would be right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I would. But. I don't know. I find it difficult to get into drama, like West Wing, even mm-hmm. though it's Aaron Sorkin and I love Aaron Sorkin. Mm-hmm. I find it hard to get into. Everyone thinks like it's that. like the best show of all time. West Wing. Yeah, I... people love the West Wing. Eh, I don't know. Lawrence O'Donnell oh. was the writer for the West Wing. It, was he? I thought it was Aaron Sorkin. I said he was a writer. You know oh, who he Lawrence was. Lawrence O'Donnell a... is. Okay. He's now an M- MSNBC commentator, and he used to be a writer for the West Wing. Hmm. He held, I think he worked in the Senate before that. Anyway, he's really just got a lot of different avenues with the same thing. Yep. So good for, good good for, for him. him. <laughs> he's got the he's got the he's got the knowledge. I guess he can parlay that. Was Rob Lowe in West Wing? Did I make that up? I don't know. I think he was. I didn't watch West Wing. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Uh, yeah, what is Netflix gonna do? I mean, they've been taking some some major body blows recently. I know. Uh the Kevin Spacey allegations and then canceling House of Cards, which is a huge series for them. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Disney is going to be making their own streaming channel in two years, and so they're going to be pulling all their properties off. $80 which billion means, dollars in debt. Yeah. How does that happen? Because they've <laughs> got the highest, highest subscriber numbers that they've I ever don't know. had. Are they throwing too they much a, money out to try to make my, films? To, I guess so. One of my friends was just in a Netflix movie. She went to Hawaii. Really? Yeah. So, to be in a Netflix film? Yeah, and it was like two years ago and it hasn't come out yet. Wow. Huh. 
I wonder if they start okay. a lot of projects and then That's what they I'm flop. saying. They fold. I don't know. That Adam Sandler thing is what did it. <laughs> yeah, well, Netflix that is, was... Netflix needs a new CEO. Yeah. Uh, hiring on Adam Sandler for an exclusive <laughs> contract. How much did they pay him? It was some ludicrous amount of money. I don't even know. $80 billion. <laughs> and he's made... He makes garbage. I'm sorry. The Meyerowitz. What about Meyerowitz? That, he didn't make that. He makes and I didn't garbage. Much like it anyways. He makes garbage. Oh, like what, yeah. I think he's a good what? actor when he's not making garbage. Well, I didn't. He wasn't awful in Meyerowitz. Oh, he was good. He but was... I wasn't. I didn't like Meyerowitz stories. I didn't think he was really all that great. Why do I keep thinking it's called the Meyerowitz reports? <laughs> Every time. No, we, we went over that when we were talking. Like, yeah. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I. Oh, but yeah. Ridiculous Six, I tried watching. Oh, Ridiculous. Horrible. Cringe, cringe, cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Cringeworthy in the bad way? It is It is a fire in a dumpster. Uh. Oh, yeah, weird thing about st- uh, statistics for our podcast, the Loving Vincent and Meyerowitz have had double the amount of downloads than Blade Runner. What? Yeah. That I, makes I, me sad. I thought the, pe- <laughs> pe- the discussion people would want to hear is Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I had some not. really good insights into Blade Runner. Wait, you too. get all the stats? Of how many downloads we get. I'm I'll tell curious. you. I'll tell you why. It's because I wasn't here for Loving Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> people, people didn't have to listen to me. So. That's so funny. That's... I don't think that's true, buddy. Yeah. Oh wait, they, is they that didn't the... know that going in? Wait, which one got double? Uh, both Loving Vincent uh, and Meyerowitz. You were here for Meyerowitz. Reports. I was here for Meyerowitz. Yeah. Loving Vincent was a. Uh, it was an epic We show. did quite a job on that one without you. <laughs> you really, we didn't realize you're really the glue to this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, he was telling me that. Yeah. But. I was, because Henry won't stop me from talking, so I, <laughs> I gave away a lot of details about my life that I shouldn't have. Just give me some other people's calm, lives. I could sit there for a while, just kind of listen oh, to what she's saying. A lot happened. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you just need to have your own podcast where you talk about your. Is this not my podcast? It's it's basically. I talk Chloe's. about. Uh, you need to discuss that with Henry. <laughs> it's basically Chloe's now. <laughs> No, I think that's a terrible idea, Brayden, if I talk about my life. I talk about it too much on here already. I'm sure people love it. I've got people so love it, apparently. Yeah. They yeah. really downloaded a lot yeah, of Loving uh, Vincent. This guy, this guy, the guy on my soccer team who was making fun of my outfits, Jacob, he, uh, his dad told Jacob my... Jacob number three, I guess. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> <laughs> so many Jacobs. His dad, his dad literally... Okay, first of all, Jacob's dad tried to... He basically tried to ask me out for Jacob, which was really funny because he came to the soccer game. Awkward. That's awkward. Awkward, yeah. right? And then he told me, and I texted my dad because I had to leave halfway through the game to go to an engagement party, which I was very underdressed for. It was very awkward. <laughs> anyway. It sounds like me last night. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I texted my dad. I said, don't talk to Jacob's dad about me. Just don't because my dad, you know, sometimes he's a chatty Kathy too. So he didn't. So Jacob's dad told my dad, he was like, yeah, Jacob has a crush on Chloe. And my dad said, thanks. <laughs> just a Jacob number three, just a word of advice for you out there. Man up. Man up. Oh, oh, yeah. Man Come up. Come on, buddy. Come on. Aww. If you're interested, ask her yourself. No, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Your dad is not your pimp. Is he handsome? <laughs> is he handsome? I don't want to talk about it. He's not listening. Yeah, he's cute. <laughs> Jacob's dad's listening. He the tracked whole me down. Team is listening. Yeah. Probably. Well, it makes me sad that nobody's listening to Blade Runner. Yeah. Because that was a good, that was a good discussion. Well, oh, hey, hey, maybe uh, like the movie itself, it'll have a shelf life 
over time, it'll get downloads. I, I hope so. It's fine. It I was mean, 3 it's... million listeners instead of 6. Oh, sure. It's okay. totally fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can live with those. <laughs> those are numbers I can live with. Yeah. You know. No, Blade Runner is a spectacular film, and everybody should listen to our conversation back. Because we're spectacular. We're spectacular. And leave a review on iTunes, also. Yeah, there aren't very many of those. No, we've had, we've had a decent You team. should do, like, you should say, like, if you leave a review, you'll get uh, uh, a free Green Day a pin, shirt. which I have. You should make little podcast pins. Very cool. People love pins. If anyone has any ideas, let us know. Mm-hmm. Are I there hope. questions this week? Dumpster fire. <laughs> dumpster fire <laughs> just has like a dumpster on you know, on fire yeah yeah we have, we have questions so yes let's do it all right you want to get into uh questions how many are from jacob's dad both <laughs> thank good all the questions are from jacob's dad is chloe available what is she doing friday night does yeah. she like italian <laughs> no nah, like, he did you too do you like italian I like jews pizza. can't like italian food we do but it's a weird question to ask we won't get into it. If he's going to take you on a date, he wants to take you somewhere you're going to enjoy. You know, it's yeah. a uh-huh. common sense thing. He can't, yeah. Let us know. Anyway. All right, so uh, <laughs> let's get into some mail. So thefilmbudspodcast at gmail.com is the address where you can reach us. And on Twitter and Facebook. Both of those places. Oh, and I just put a, our podcast on Google Play Music. We, so we can maybe have an audience there, too. Cool. I yeah. don't know what that is. I didn't know either until a few days ago, but... All right. It's, it's their app <clears throat> download thingy, isn't yeah. it? So it's, it's their app to download apps. Yep. So it's on there now. Okay. We're expanding. Any, anyways, so this one's from Alexander in Texas. Yes, Texas. My dad, my stepdad went to Texas this morning. He'll be back tomorrow. Deep in cool. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he says, uh, or she, I guess. So, uh, dear Henry, Chloe, what's the name? Alexander. That's a, all right. <laughs> Keep going. Oh yeah, I, I was saying Alexandra. <laughs> Keep going. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So he, more than likely, the, a man. Alexander says. <laughs> dear Henry, Chloe, and Brayden, uh, recently there was a poll where Indiana Jones was voted the greatest movie character of all time. Do you agree? And if not, who would be Harry your Potter? No, who would be your? Yeah, no, obviously. <laughs> and if not, who would be your number one pick? Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much for your work. Uh, Thank you, Alexander. Alexander. Thank you, Alexander. Yeah. Um, But anyways, so I looked at the list, um, and some other ones were Harry Potter was on there. He was in the 20s, but he was there. It's because everybody hates Harry. Well, he's good. I don't Um, think he's a good movie character because he started as a literary character. Because he's, yeah. So that's that's cheating. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You can be more fleshed out as starting as a literary character. So I think that's cheating. If I was going to pick anyone from Harry Potter, it would obviously be Dobby. Of course. Cinematic greatness. All right, continue. Um, but so a few others on the list were Batman, James Bond, Hannibal Lecter, Gandalf, Joker, or the Joker, and Rocky. So who, oh. who who'd be? I mean, amongst like about thirty others. Indiana but, Jones is a good choice, though. Well, I mean, he's a, a cool dude. A lot of those, if you use my criteria, were those all men? Yeah. Awesome. Largely men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. <Yeah. laughs> I would put Elizabeth Slander on the list for me. For, All right. for my favorites. Yeah, Dragon Tattoo. That's a book too, though. See, the problem... Yeah, well, that's that's the thing is I would cut a lot of those out. Yeah. Because if you're looking at film, you should look at film. Yeah. You well, should not look at film about, adaptations uh, of comic books, of novels, of so forth. I'd put... Right? Uh, why isn't... Bridget why Jones. Isn't, why oh, isn't, those are books too. Dang. Damn. Why isn't uh, Katniss Everdeen on there, right? She might be on there. I, not I, I, in I the ones you see. just said. Well, I mean, yeah, because there was like 30 of them. I know, I but put, you just read the top ones, right? 
a few of them. But uh, what about uh, Max Rockatansky from Mad Max? But is he a... Uh, Who? Max He's, he's Rock- awesome. The lead... His last name is Rockatansky? Yeah. Huh. Both in the original series and... I don't remember Fury that. Road. Yeah, they don't... I don't remember them mentioning his, his surname. In... I don't think they do. In, in the, what was uh, the question? Who, who would be your favorite characters of all time, movie characters? Oh, Lord. I think, yeah, Indiana Jones is a good one. And I'd put someone uh, like... I mean, Rocky Balboa is yeah. another really I'd good one. I'd put Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. Well, again, oh, that's starting as a literary character. Shit. <laughs> I mean, see, see, I, I understand what kind of criteria they're going at with that list. But again, me personally, I would have to say you can't include characters on there from literary sources, from graphic sources. You just... I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I'm too orthodox. Maybe I'm too much of a Philistine those are great adaptations, film adaptations of those properties, but because you have those properties, the more people are familiar with them, you can flesh yeah. out the characters more. And so I think in a way, it's kind of like cheating. What about Mike Myers? Halloween. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, was, that was great, Braden. For some reason, um, Mia from Pulp Fish King came to my mind. Oh, she's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh. Well, I was going to say, um. Ooh, I also like. Uma Thurman's character in Kill Bill. Yeah, oh. Basically, yeah. Oh, and I was going to come up with one Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. That's dumb. That's a good one. <laughs> that's, that's a good that's one. Billy I Crystal, do like right? Monsters Inc. Yeah. You know, I'm related to Billy Crystal by marriage. Really? Yeah. That's shit. Six degrees of separation. From me. I'm the new Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, and, uh. Shrek. Six degrees of Chloe. Shrek. Shrek from Shrek. You're Shrek from Shrek. Boy. Talking back to Mike Myers. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'm looking through some movies here. Uh, Michael Myers is iconic, but I don't know if you ever really get to know Jack Sparrow. Him. That's Jack for me. Sparrow, yeah. No, not so much for me. I was also thinking. I I got it. I got it. Everybody's gonna. Oh, <laughs> Blade Runner. Harrison Ford as as oh, yeah. Deckard. Ba- basically, I think Harrison Ford as a human being is the best movie character. <laughs> <laughs> he's Han Solo. He's Indiana he's Jones. Everything. He's Rick Deckard. He so yeah, it's 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 Harrison Ford. Is Jennifer Jason? I don't want to mess up who it is. Jennifer Jason Lee's from Hateful Eight. Oh, you, right? uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. From yeah, I Dr- like. She's a good character. Yeah, Ryan Gosling from Drive. Yeah. Great character. Oh, that Great is character. a very identifiable. Yeah. Uh, what oh, about, what oh, about Caesar Woods. from Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Spectacular Woods. character. Hmm? Elle Woods. From Legally Blonde. Oh. Are you joking? Who doesn't love Elle Woods? I've forgotten. I, I haven't seen oh, them in like 10 God. years. I haven't seen Legally Blonde. You guys, there's two of them. Okay. What about E.T.? Or three, I don't even know. E.T. E.T. Sure. Um, Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Pee-wee, yeah. Oh, boy. Paul Rubens. Oh, uh, Norman Bates. Oh, that's a good one. That's, yeah. That is a good one. I don't know. Is that a There's hard loads. Call? I have no idea. There are so many. There's a yeah, lot of them, that's, yeah. that's a hard but I mean, but Indiana Jones, actually, it might just be because he said it. I don't know. But that's pretty, that's a pretty that's a good one. I like Indiana Jones. Yeah. I think he's an interesting hero. Yeah. He's not, he's not, I mean, yeah, okay, he's studly, but he's not... You know, I'm an adventurer. I go out with yeah. my guns and my things. I mean, he's, he's an archaeologist. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he teaches yeah. at university, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, oh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good character. He's a hero that's not a hero. He's, he's... 
I don't know. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> Hero by night, geek by day. Yeah. Kind of thing. But I mean, I, I mean, yeah, we did just give like 10, 15 names, so I think that's we satisfied. It's an yeah. endless list. Hopefully we satisfied Alexander. Yeah. yeah. The more I think about it, the more I, th- I really... What was the name of Uma Thurman's character in Kill Bill? Because I was Bri- just watching... Uh, the Bride, but... The br- that's Bellatrix. Bride. Bellatrix? That's Harry Potter. That's Harry Potter. No, Bellatrix but, uh, was strange. I bet there's I bet there's a... Look, I bet it's Bellatrix. I bet dollars to donuts. No. <laughs> She's just called the Bride, I think. Well, I mean, all of them had... There's the bleeped out name. Well, all of them had all of them had uh, snake handles, right? They were all there was cotton mouth and black mamba and. There's lots of good options. And and uh, rattlesnake or something like that. I mean, yeah. When I think of the question, I think back to like old movies again, like The Thin Man. Cool. Mm. Yeah. They're just loads. I don't know. Like the detectives who come back again and again. Those were Beatrix like kiddo. Beatrix kiddo. That's that was it. close. Yeah. Beatrix kiddo. You were, you were on the you were on the right track there. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Good list. Thanks, Alexander. Yeah. All right. So this one uh, is from Sam in South Carolina. Hey. Okay. It's a it's a little lengthy, but it's a simple response, I guess. So, I have a few friends, or it says, dear phone buds. Uh, I guess it could be a woman if it's Samantha. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Dear film buds, I have a few friends who can't seem to understand when ranking movies for the end of the year, etc. Is uh, when I say a movie is not objectively perfect, but it still has aspects that resonate with me more. We all have hearts. Then let's say a film that does maybe everything right, but doesn't take many risks. I usually end up putting the near perfect ones that do take chances above the ones that don't really, um, despite me really enjoying those as well. My question is, whether ranking them or not, is it fair to say that one film is better than another, even if it may not be objectively perfect or smoother than the other? Yeah. Everyone has a right to their opinion. Exactly. I mean, uh, well, well, I mean yeah, discussing there's, there's films, a, it's, it's always subjective. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. But I mean, in terms of, like, it's of course you can say one's better than the other, but in terms of saying... Like, well, it depends on how you, you choose to rate them. If you're doing enjoyment, that's one thing. If you're doing yeah. technical success, that's another thing. Yeah. But, but, like, let's say if you watch, like, Citizen Kane, mm-hmm. and you don't really enjoy watching it, but you see the merit in it, but then you, you watch Anchorman, and you absolutely love it, but it hasn't, like, affected... I'll say that up. straight up. I would much rather sit down and watch Anchorman Me than too. Citizen Kane. I love Citizen Kane. But, so, but I, I don't. I watch it. I understand how how it's an important film, but I, you know, if I'm going to watch something Orson Welles, I'm going to go watch The Third Man. Touch of Evil? Ooh, Third Man. Yeah, good. Touch of Evil. Anything, anything. I'm sorry, Citizen Kane. It's boring. Yeah, it's pretty dull. Oh. I visited that sewer. Disgusting. Oh, it smells really? terrible. It's a sewer. What did you expect? <laughs> I don't know. I thought they'd like dress it up because it's famous now. Weird fact about sewers. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, but I mean, in terms of like, does, so does that make Anchorman a better film? No, absolutely not. It has not had the impact on filmmaking that that Citizen Kane did. Okay. It is not technically a masterpiece the way Citizen Kane is. Citizen Kane is. It's supposed to be sort of a a, a biography <laughs> of of uh, William Randolph Hearst. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's interesting. 
It's it's boring. I'm sorry. Yeah, artist subjective. Artist subjective is the simple answer. Yeah, artist is highly subjective. You make your it's, lists for different things. Like on every Killers album, I have a favorite song, and then the song I think is the best. But what well, if different? Well, there there what are if, films. There are films that I will say you absolutely should watch. You can because crossover Blade Runners like both. Well, yeah, no. Uh, what I'm getting at though is that there are films that people should watch because they are significant as film. Mm-hmm. Citizen Kane being one of them. Sometimes for I watched it. I did, purposes, it's different. I watched Citizen Kane. I watched um, Gone with the Wind. I hate Gone with the Wind. I hate Gone mm-hmm. with the Wind too. Yeah, Who too. don't? Yeah. But you know, it was it was important to watch it. Does that mean I want to sit down and watch it again because I gained some sort of enjoyment from it? Absolutely not. What if there's still better films than Anchorman? But you know what? I'll sit down and watch Anchorman. I'll sit down and watch Talladega Nights, and I'll enjoy it. What if What if Anchorman and Citizen Kane came out in the same year? And you had the exact same thoughts. Where, how would you rank them? I would say Citizen Kane absolutely is an Oscar-worthy film. Tell uh, Anchorman absolutely not. But you know what? I'm going to buy the DVD for Anchorman. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Because it's it's fun to watch. It's, yeah. f- it's fun to watch. It's enjoyable to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. there are certain films that I think are technically great. And still really spectacular to watch. Blade Runner this year is, I think, a technically spectacular film to watch. And it's fun to watch. It's enjoyable to watch. Yay. <laughs> I mean, like there are other films that are other films like that. You know, Ex Machina, Sicario. Oh, Lord. Uh, there have been a lot of films, I think. What's that, that, what's that PTA when you love, Braden? The Master. <laughs> Spectacular film. It's not. It's one of those films that's not enjoyable to watch, but every time I watch it, I get something out of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm an enjoyment there, kind of person. There you go, Sam. But I also enjoy artistry, so there yeah. we are. Well, that's, cool. That's that's the thing. Is it's it's subjective. It's what you get out of it. I guess is what. Basically, your friends are all yeah. stupid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, find better friends. Yeah. <laughs> Your friends suck. <laughs> Come hang out with us. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, this is the thing I was going to mention. So, um, re- relating to friends and all that jazz. So, about a week ago, I sent an email to one of my professors at UNCG in the Media Studies program just saying, hey, just to let you know, I have this podcast. So, if anyone, and a few people still in the program have been on it, blah, blah, blah. If anyone would be interested, and listening to it, just let him know, send, send him an email. And I think he misinterpreted it. Did you invite him on? No. <laughs> Is it coming? No, no, no. no. Um, so I've had people, not nothing against them, but if you're listening, but uh, it seems like they thought that there was like an opportunity for them. Oh, they like, wanted to all come on the podcast. Yeah. And, <laughs> Do they know where it is? Which is fine. Um, no, they don't know where it is. But I've had about three emails already. Asking, hey, I'm interested in the podcast opportunity. And I've had to be like, I don't have an opportunity for you. I'm sorry. I wish I did. Like, the teacher misinterpreted what I said. Um, but, I mean, we could... There was a stand-up comedian who was a, s- a student there who asked if he could come on. Perfect. Yeah. Bring him over. Yeah. But, I mean, like, nothing against the people who have been asking. That's great. I feel like... I this sounds really it. bad, but I already feel like we're not going to get along. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... That's that was an. I'm sure I'll be getting more. Cool. Also. Which is cool. I mean, I like people have interest in it, even though that wasn't really my intention. But well, they can always. I mean, you know, there are good and bad things to the democratization of media. But one of the good <laughs> things is if they want to do their own, do a podcast, 
they can do their own. Well, I mean, that's why I said I said if you actually have any specific questions about starting one, I'd be happy to let to at, like answer them for you. Yeah. Because although I'm not an expert, I at least you've got some experience with something. It, so. Yeah. Yeah. But go figure. You know. Cool. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all the, the questions we got. So, thanks for the emails. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, let's wrap up. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Uh, no, so we can just move on to our picks of the week. Chloe, you have your pick? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, all right, well, I mean, I'll, I can go first. So, I, uh, Brain, you will appreciate this, I bet. Okay. Um, so, I, uh, a couple of days ago, subscribed got the digital subscription to the Hey, I'm an intellectual too. No, because Brain uh, mentions it pretty frequently. Uh, I got the digital subscription to the New Yorker. Uh, oh, okay. And, I mean, I've always been a fan of the New Yorker, but just haven't had the subscription. And um, it's, it's hit or miss, I'll say that. Sometimes they have some really spectacular articles. Huh. Sometimes I mean, at, well, I was going to say, everything I've been reading, like I read, especially in the movie section, is all great, like the oh, reviews yeah. and... The reviews are spectacular. And so if you want to have just some something really good to read and quite fun to read get a subscription to the new yorker you know and it's very easy to sign up and everything and so it's mm -hmm. n no hassle hassle free hassle free yeah uh but i've really been enjoying all the and largely hassle hot free <laughs> <laughs> correct correct <laughs> my other one now oh i remembered it but yeah so subscribe if, if you're not so that's mine okay i have three little ones stranger things too everybody knows except if you might if you recall i didn't like stranger things before i do recall that and now i do <laughs> yeah, season, yeah convert season two is really good can't lie second half of second of first season is good too but second season is really good okay okay number two curb the enthusiasms Curb. <laughs> Curb your enthusiasm's back. Everybody loves Curb Your Enthusiasm. Correct. What little I've seen of it, I have enjoyed. I do really like Larry it. Larry David it's, and Bernie Sanders found out their cousins. Seinfeld with naughty language. It's basically. mean or Seinfeld, which makes yeah. it hard for me to watch. Yeah, I, that's why I, I've watched a few episodes and it's difficult for me to watch just because I keep going, oh, this is so awkward. <laughs> you can't watch it by yourself. You have to watch it with somebody. Okay. And then the third one is, you know, Red Oaks on Amazon. Yeah. I'm not familiar with Last, that. You've never seen it? It's so good. No, I haven't it's seen got it. Craig Rob... Oh, shoot. Is it Roberts or Robertson? Whatever. I'm obsessed with him. Clearly, because I don't know his last name. Craig, whatever. <laughs> I love him, though. He's perfect and amazing, and I love him so much. He's okay. been in Submarine, and he was in a killer music video, less important. He was in uh, oh, The know? Fundamentals of Care... Or they changed the stupid name. It's a great book, and they changed it. Thanks for caring. No, it's, it was, it's, the book is called The Fundamentals of Caregiving, and they change it to Fundamentals of Caring, which, you know. Uh, you know, Nuno Pass is in a Rolling Stones video? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Really? Yeah, we had years a, ago. Henry and I had a out. fight over this yesterday because I'm a diehard Rolling Stones fan. Mm -hmm. Beatles or Rolling Stones, Brayden? He likes the... I, I've got to say Rolling Stones. Oh. Yes! Yes! Rolling Stones. I'm sorry. My the Beatles did some, did, Beatles, did some good man. stuff, but, but no, the Rolling Stones, need to the listen, early stuff. You need to listen to the complete works of the Rolling Stones. I've listened Stones. to a lot of them. No, 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 no. Yeah. no you haven't. You haven't. Oh, yeah. Exile uh, on Main Street. Uh, you yeah. gotta listen to uh, it. Yeah. I've oh. listened to a lot of it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. They're more innovative. <laughs> it's really, what, what was that album? Was it exactly? No. That's my list. Red Oaks is really good. It's on Amazon. It's got Paul Reiser and blah, blah, blah. It's about, it takes place in the 80s and it's, mm -hmm. it's good. And it's about, he wants to be a filmmaker. It's, it's good. 
Okay. So, cool. maybe I... You got three I got three from, from nothing. From old Chloe. Wow. There you go. Sorry, that's a chair. That's a weird squeak. <laughs> she, was, she went before me, which is good, because you seemed so... Your, the expression when you were saying your picks, you seemed so indifferent. And Chloe has something that you kind of went, yeah. And I thought you you had some stuff that you weren't very enthused about, but I'm just really are. not good at this part. I literally those three just popped into my head. Like I can never think of any, and you then know, the time comes and it's funny that it you happens. say that because because when we always get to this, I completely blank on stuff. We added a new and section. Then, oh, a kind of an <laughs> okay. Like no goes. An unofficial section, the no go, which is like something you would not recommend. You'd recommend not doing. Or, or a colonoscopy? <laughs> <laughs> movie no, related. those are important. Okay. Movie related. Colonoscopies uh, are important, everybody. Okay. Uh, so, like, something you've watched that was just garbage. Okay. Suburb- Suburbicon. <laughs> yeah. That works. Um, what would be my... Uh, Stranger Things Season 2, obviously. I, Yay. I semi-binged. I do semi-binge. I don't do full-on binges. But I don't I do binge. I'm not a binge person. I'll I can't do I used to be. I can't sit for more than 10 minutes at a time, so I'll binging do, really doesn't work for me. I'll do two or three episodes at a time. So I don't do a full, like, 10-hour stint of just watching stuff, but I'll sit a couple, yeah. two or three hours and watch yeah. a couple, a few episodes. Um, oh, because you're hooked on season two now, mm-hmm. they have a new... The after thing. Yeah, Beyond Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, which is actually kind of fun to watch all the stars because they have a lot of even off camera they've got a really great chemistry they all just really enjoy hanging out together and it's a lot I love of fun. Finn Wolfhard mm. it's a lot of fun to watch <clears throat> and he and Millie uh, Bobby Brown talk about their first kiss at the snowball and it was spoiler alert if people haven't watched <laughs> if people haven't watched the full spoiler thing spoiler alert then, Brayden oh my then they god they could just go jump off a cliff <laughs> but uh. I'm dying here. Oh, gosh. Brayden. um, (laughs) Brutal show. (laughs) No, I mean, not Stranger Things. This I know. (laughs) I know. I relish relish the fact that I am the destroyer of... People's happiness? Destroyer of worlds. Destroyer of worlds. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the new Thor film. Look for me. You're a Demogorgon. Um, (laughs) Henry doesn't even get it. No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so Stranger Things season two, and uh, just recently, a few weeks back, uh, Mr. Robot. Everybody loves Mr. Robot. Oh, it's so good. He reminds me of my dad. Christian Slater. No, what's his name? Elliot. Yeah. The Rami Malik character. Mm-hmm. Huh. A lot of people remind me of my dad, though. Dad's an interesting guy. He is. <laughs> He's just nice. It threw me for a loop. I hope he doesn't think I'm terrible. I walked out and he actually knew my name and I kind of went, uh? So I was taken aback. <laughs> I don't uh, think he said, I, I walked out and he said, hi, Henry. Hi, Brayden. I went, uh? <laughs> uh Brayden's recommendation have... is actually home improvement because he just keeps making the noise. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't mind. <laughs> All right. There you go. He was wearing the same outfit as delved into it too much last week, but... Kira wants me to marry somebody who works at a cup of, or wherever he works in Timberline, right? At a variety of places, apparently. And he and my dad were literally wearing the same outfit. That's, I was done. <laughs> my dad's clothes are so old that they're now back in style for the hipsters. There you go. Wow. Your dad was, was <laughs> avant-garde before... Yeah. Yeah. You know, before he even knew it. I've always thought that about him. Very avant-garde. 
Yep. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think of anything else that I might have watched. That was, no, I mean, that's pretty much Stranger Things Season 2 and Mr. Robot Season 3. Yeah. So. All right. That's cool a good beans. one. All right. Well, that about brings us to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a chaotic start we had, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're all so what's, here what's the no-go section what are we doing for that i already did mine oh did you right uh, oh I, I would say don't uh don't watch sandcastle on netflix the, did i uh, do mine the nicholas hole film yeah i forgot if i did it already <laughs> <laughs> well, what is yours i can't remember uh, let's just assume i did it um so. i don't typically subject myself to things that i end up hating but <laughs> i will say the client list with jennifer, with jennifer love, love hewitt yeah why were you watching that? I wasn't. My fiance is <laughs> taking it upon herself to watch that. Oh. So she's all constantly on my TV watching the client list now. So I'm going to have to set up her own Netflix profile mm-hmm. so mine doesn't get littered with recommendations based off of the client list. Because that you could watch be odd. The client list. Party know. of Five. I don't like Party of Five, but it's, it's, it's not awful. The client list is awful. Oh, I have one. What? Mine would be, mine is just tread... Just be careful. Yield before watching Riverdale. You have to decide if you're into it or not. Like, it's not my style. Okay. It looks cool, but it's stupid. Mm. So, just be well, careful. Well, kudos for, to Give them it a for shot. at least trying to update Archie. Cause I'm pissed that they're doing... Sorry, I'm pissed they're doing a Sabrina one. Sabrina the Teenage Witch was my favorite show growing up. Don't ruin it. Anyway. All right, opinion. we're done now. No opinion. Bye. Okay. Well, yeah... So there are all your picks of the weekend, the no-goes, <laughs> which I guess is the name of it. <laughs> um, well, we hope you enjoyed it. And I guess, so next week, Thor. Thor. Uh, and we'll figure out. Maybe... Hunt for the Wilder People. Jesus. <laughs> please, please. It's the same director. Please. <clears throat> like the Hunt for the Wilder People, please. It's, the next Thor is supposed to be quite good. I was taken aback. Yeah. I thought it was going to be goofy. But, yes. But I'm but taking the reviews, those yes. We can do that. I don't mind. Retro, for what, retro review? Yeah. That's fine by me. I love that movie. I'm bringing it back to actual and Daddy's format. Home. And Daddy's Home. <laughs> we'll actually get to watch some fun films. The next yeah, time. yeah. So that's good. All right. Well, we yes. hope you enjoyed the show. I'm not watching Daddy's Home. I won't. That's me not neither. happening. Me neither. <laughs> that's not happening. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we had a bunch of fun. Yep. Um, covered a lot of uh, jazz. <laughs> covered a lot of jazz music you know covered a lot of that so oh that culturing documentary is coming on amazon in a couple weeks oh is it really i haven't it's, seen it it's quite good yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna it's check really that out good. so only culturing i care about is robbie hagrid okay you heard it here <laughs> okay no, it's 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 good. There there there, oh, there are a few people. <laughs> I'll just say there are a few people in it. You kind of go, why not get some actual jazz musicians or or historian or uh, musicologists or things like that? But anyhow, musicologists. You'll 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 see. It's good. It's worth watching. But you'll see. You'll come out of that and go. You'll go. Why was he in this? Other than the fact that he's wait, is that the Chelsea? Hmm? It was. It was at the Chelsea. Oh. Yeah. A few months ago. It's uh, oh. chasing chasing train. Who was so in that? It was a documentary. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. I was trying to not get involved and see what happens. All right. We all we so now you have that cover. We're done. We're we done. Are we should we end it now? <laughs> sure. Let's yeah, yeah, cut. <laughs> all right, folks. Until why did I say folks? <laughs> Listeners, no. Um. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs>
people yeah, of bye Earth. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Ciao. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs>